Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. Back in the building. What's happening? Super Bowl is only a hand, less than a week away. Six days away. And we got a surprise for everybody, too. You guys know that Ricky Williams, he's a friend of the show, and he's going to be making a special appearance tomorrow. He's going to be shouting out all his events that he's got going down in AZ, and we'll get to hear him talk about the Super Bowl predictions. Heisman Tuesday's in full effect. Yeah, so you guys better be there. All right. Let's see. Who's up in the chat right now? Uh, you hella left me in suspense. What? You're like, you guys better be there. <laughs> and I was like, I wish he's going with this. <laughs> I thought you were just going to finish it with something. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so that was my fault. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you know we don't hang out with any squares, so I'm not really assuming that anyone's gonna be, be there or be square. <laughs> oh man, who day in the house? What up, stranger? What up? <sighs> we got Sir Bongs a lot up in the house. Sir Bongs. Bakes a lot in the house. What's good, bro? Minnesota Marty in the house. What up? What up, Bakes? What up, Marty? Tino in the house. What up, birthday twin? Hey, Marco from the future. What up? Hey, future, give me money. And Derek's in the house. Salute. Hey, what up, Derek? Fuck the Eagles, right, Derek? <laughs> And Texan Stevie in the house. He said, what up, crew? What's going down? What up, Stevie? Put it in the chat. Who will QB do you want the Texans to draft? Oh, yeah. 
Derek throwing it up there. Fire, Ricky. And Dennis said, hell yeah, number 34. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. Well, how about, I mean, really the first piece of news that I wanted to talk about, because there's a bunch of bullshit news, you know, as there is, like, you know, leading up to the Super Bowl. AJ Green. Let me see. What's his name? I always forget. Adriel Jeremiah Green has officially retired from the NFL. It was about time. He looked all right two years ago. I mean, well, two seasons ago now. Last season, yeah. Last season was more of an AJ Green season, right? Where he just had a couple big games here and there. No, I mean last season. Oh, 2022. Yeah, Yeah, that's like an AJ Green season because it's like his career was hella front-loaded. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, I guess. Uh, well, see, because he had a lot of injuries, he missed a lot, a lot of time. The last, the last five seasons, so we're kind of whatever, except for twenty-one. I mean, eight fifty. You know, that was his best season out of the last five that he's had. But shit, I mean, at the time, he was the only one to go. What was it? Five or was it five? Two, three, four, five. Five. Yeah, so was, yeah, five, five, one thousand yard seasons to start his career. Pretty sure he was the first one to do that, and then he got eclipsed by Mike Evans, obviously. Mike Evans just does it every year, except for last year. Scrib. But, yeah, I mean, AJ was killing it for, and I mean. He does, it his, he does it for us for, like, eight, nine years, and we're like, fuck him. <laughs> Super solid for those times. But, yeah, look, even uh, as a rookie, over 100 targets, and that's really what it was. It was, like, ever since he just – I mean, came into the Bengals. The defense was whack. Who was the QB at the time? It was Andy Dalton already. Yeah, he was his favorite target for sure. I mean, right it, out of the gate. And he was like the only weapon for a long time because you know, like it took a while for Tyler Eifert to ever get going because he was always right. riddled. They had Marvin Jones for a while, but then they couldn't pay him. They had Mohamed Sanu, so they actually did have some guys there, and he would still get double coverage and heat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once some injuries started happening, because he was the, he's 6'3", but he is skinny, you know what I mean? Yeah. And really yeah. knows for the end zone as well, because that was one of the big things. What up, Chaotic? What that up, was, Chaotic? That was one of the big things for him, because, I mean, seven TDs as a rookie, over 1,000 yards, 11 touchdowns as a sophomore, 11 as a junior. And, I mean, shit, sophomore year, 1350. Junior year, 1426. Feel like that was probably his best year out of all the years. Most targets, 178, 98 receptions, 1426 on the yards, 11 touchdowns. Yeah, that was definitely his best season as a whole. He kind of declined in in 2014. Can you guess how many receptions he had in 2014? 69. 69, dudes. Nailed it. Still busted a thousand, only with 69 receptions. So that's kind of crazy as well. Mimi, are you a savage? <laughs> you a savage? Yeah, like she's rolling on the ground right now, messing up your hair. You savage? <laughs> hey, hey, Peacock in the house. What up? <laughs> he said, aren't eagles endangered? <laughs> I think I those mean, are only yeah, the American I mean, bald eagles, right? Yeah, because the Native American chiefs were just hacking them down. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
You remember Adam's Family Values, the second one? Yep. And uh, they're, they're out there. The, they're at the, what is that called? Well, that's the camp. camp. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Pugsley, he's got the uh, the big bow and arrow. And uh, he's like, come on, shoot. And then he like pulls it up and then he <laughs> hits a bald eagle. And he's like, that's an American bald eagle. And uh, the guy's like, aren't those extinct? <laughs> and Wednesday, they are now. <laughs> hey, that girl is creepy. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, she looked. Y'all know the ring? See, before that was the backstory, was Wednesday was the girl. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> chaotic said, I love Wednesday. Well, she was a savage because, like, yeah, especially at the camp, too. Hey, get out of there, baby. Get out from under the table. Because uh, remember hey, that, that new joint, daughters watched that whole joint. Ah, Mogi in the Matrix. Watched a couple episodes of that. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. And Dennis said, you ever watch uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Never seen it. Never seen it. I know a bunch of people have it. They say I'm crazy for never seeing it, but Get out still haven't table. seen It's Always Sunny. Marty, hey, my daughters, they rock with that one joint. Wednesday got like a series now. Yeah, it's called Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she's wild. Crazy. It's just pretty, it's just decent, bro. I mean, the Adams family is the only like people in the world who you could commit murder, attempted murder, like all those kind of things, and you don't get thought of anything less. Yeah, just take them to school the next day. <laughs> the parents can't wait till the kids go to school because they're getting busy all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. More, more shitty. <laughs> well, actually, don't they got the little kid pubert now? Like, what's up with that? Like, I mean, well, that's what happens when you're fornicating all the time. <laughs> and they just throw them out the window. <laughs> and that was funny in the second one too. They're in the, they're in the, what's it called? They're in the, uh, the waiting room for like the hospital. And like the little girls like giving the whole explanation and the stork puts a something in the cabbage patch and blah, blah, blah. And out comes out a baby. <laughs> and then Wednesday's like, our parents had sex. <laughs> you want to know how babies are made? <laughs> Hey, and Caddick said she's awkward. I identify with her, not the darkness, but the awkward part. Yeah, I feel like I'm weird <laughs> like that on a date. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy because, like, I mean, depending on how old anybody is, it's like if you grew up in the age of like social media, it's like because everyone else seems like they're not awkward, you just automatically make yourself think that you're awkward. But I don't know, like. You have to have thousands of hours of like talking to people in person to probably not feel awkward, like in person talking. To and they were like sheltered, right? They weren't like in regular society. That's the whole story. Of that. Now they're like, well, they, right? well, well, they were, what showed them like going to school, you know, yeah. but like outside of that, but even then they're like the freaks at school, you know? Right. And now that's just how the kids dress. <laughs> chaotic said oh yeah i just skipped out on a date yesterday i'm just like i'm gonna go <laughs> oh man <laughs> hopefully that guy smokes weed <laughs> that's funny and and stevie said did anybody see the 30 for 30 last night with the 2000 ravens no i didn't but i bet that one's a fire ass one because that one was like one million percent on the defense and like ray lewis and like Ray Lewis was like, he was in that trial. Wasn't it right after? I think it was like between time. 
What? Yeah. It was? I want to say, bro. Like, he, I didn't check me out. I swore it was after, and was maybe someone whole... someone checked the date on that. But yeah, the whole thing I remember, was like, remember Neil like, Brennan? Fools were like yelling murder. They were yelling like murderer at him and shit like that. You know what I mean? Oh, damn. And then, like, and then, you know, like, why, are you gonna, why would you yell that at him? Yeah, you want him to murder you? <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about? The audience. Like, the, yeah. Right? And then he'll go out there and just, and he would kill their home team. On the field, that's for sure. He thought it was fit at me, and this, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess it was the year before. Well, was it the 2000 Super Bowl or the 2001 Super Bowl? Not the season. It was the 90, not, it was the 90, it was the 2000. Right, okay, damn. So it literally so just happened right before, before that. This is right before 9 Literally, like, weeks before, right? Or I, yeah. Damn. Okay, fine, go play. <laughs> Yeah, because she ain't playing with you, man. She's real. Yeah. She tries to hold all the... She has the soccer ball, the baseball, and then the football, and she's like trying to bunch it up with her little chin. And, uh, yeah, wise man in the house. What up, Iffy? Said, what up, if? <laughs> the Ray Lewis antler juice. <laughs> hey, listen, they would tell fools it would be like... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? The fool's on the field, like linemen would try to like, you know, draw at him and be like, and then they'd be like, he get them steely eyes on him. Like, oh no. Why yeah. do you have to say that to Ray? Because <laughs> you know who's going to get fucked up. It's going to be a running back coming across the middle or like a wide receiver coming across the middle. <laughs> probably not like the offensive lineman who's talking shit. He's probably not going to get touched by Ray no, the entire like, game. Hey, <laughs> hey, listen, the tight end, anybody going over that middle? Yeah, hell yeah. And Marco said there's a YouTube channel that has old Adams Family episodes on 24-7. Which ones? Like the uh, the original, like like the black and white, or like the cartoon, yeah, like, or like the cartoon like, ones? It looked like the Monster Mesh. Yeah. <laughs> the Monster Mesh. It was the Monster Mesh. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, dang it, Chaotic said he mixed salsa and sour cream, and I was gagging. What the hell? How do you mix salsa and sour cream? Like, I understand if they both end up on, like, you know, a taco. Maybe you put salsa and sour cream on a taco, but. Hey, look at For efficiency purposes, right? And for, like, even distribution. I'm not mad at, like, if it was, like, a sour cream, salsa, and queso, like, mix. And I can just go out, go at it with a chip. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes they'd be like, all the cheese is on one chip. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. But it's not appeasing to the eye. You know what I mean? My, and, uh, my girl hates that I do shit like that. Because she wants everything separate. You know what I mean? The guac. You got the guac right here. Sour cream right here. You know what I mean? Salsa right, all right. here. Here's where he fucked up. All right, the story continues. So <laughs> all men, if you're trying to court a woman, here's something that you don't want to do. She said it was nasty, Marco. It was like salsa and chips that you share. <laughs> and then he just put sour cream in it. Oh, and a packet of sugar. What the fuck? <laughs> what is he, like 12? <laughs> what the fuck? Like a packet of sugar? Like on you, the fucking- You know what's crazy, bro? See, I commend that guy because he's like, she's going to like me for me. <laughs> he's like, look, baby, I put the sour cream in the thing and I put sugar in that thing. 
Oh man, she's going wild over there. <coughs> yeah, I remember one time because down here, if you guys don't know what carne asada fries are, just think of like a whole bunch of carne asada and like cheese and guacamole and sometimes sour cream, all this like in one huge ass box. And a lot of times we get this and we like, you get it to share. And I don't really, I don't like hot sauce too much, especially if it's like something like already good that has, I mean, it has guacamole. It had guacamole and sour cream on it. So there's already a bunch of stuff, you know, on it. And I got so mad one time. The dude, my friend, this is probably when we're like, maybe like 10 or 11, you know, something like that. And I remember my dad, like after something, we went to the taco shop and my friend just takes the fucking, the, all the hot yeah. sauce, all over everything though. And like hella, like not just a little bit, like all over everything. Hey, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> see that would have been me because i love hot sauce right but see, would you but would you have done it all over the whole thing or would you have done it on a portion of the whole thing to well, start see, here's the thing i am accustomed see i i've been i've been with my woman for hella long so i'm accustomed to like well you, you have to take I mean? it back because like, this is like before this is before, like, you know, that's why I said we got to take it back to like being like, you know, pre-teens like at oh, this because yeah. I was like 10. He was like 11. So we're hella young. When I this mean, I'm not, I want to say like hot wings and hot sauce, all that stuff. I didn't get into that, all that stuff. So I was like, maybe like a little older, bro. Like junior high-ish. Damn, chaotic. You're nice. Said I left him $20 and went elsewhere. <laughs> and he just showed him too that, listen, I could have paid for this whole meal. Putting sugar on my shit. <laughs> no, he put, a couple, he put a couple packs of sugar in his pocket for later. Like, Might need sugar at home, man. This sugar's hella good over here. Said it right there. You don't fuck with my food. Same with popcorn at a movie. You need your own popcorn. I'll buy it. I don't even care. We're not sharing. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's yeah, like, different example, too. You really, you got to know, you got to know the other person before you really start sharing food. Yeah. Like, I, like what is it called? I do my way. I'm going to order my own shit. You know what I mean? Right. Because she's like more plain Jane with things or things are separated. You know what I mean? But like, like, for example, there's certain things you got to do certain ways though. Like, like when we get wings, bro, see, we got, we like our wings the same way. You know what I mean? Okay. But like, if we go somewhere and get like, like, Ooh, okay. Here's a big one. Like if we get burgers or something, right. And we get the mm. same burger, but she don't like tomatoes just for the fact, just for the risk that they might put tomatoes on both. I'll just yeah. say no tomatoes on either of them. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not mad at it, but like, I like tomatoes, but because it's happened all the time. And they'd be a tomato, you're all mad. <laughs> Mar Marco said, I guess it also was a last date, huh? <laughs> Remember that Chris Rock shit? Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I was always a fan of like, I don't know. Dating is a different world. Like going, I, I, don't, I like going out and kicking and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go do something fun. Go bowling or something. Do something where there's competition. I like that. Peacock said serial killer behavior. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, damn. Marco said, same with peanuts at a bar. Never eat those unless they open a fresh pack. I can't even imagine. Like, but you'd never eat those. I would I never mean, eat bro, those either, Imagine, like, I gotta 20, be hella 30. fucked up. Yeah, you just got to look at every dude in the bar. Like, they went to the bathroom at one point to take a piss, and they didn't wash their hands. 
man, it's yeah. gross. How many people actually really don't wash their hands? Like, I want to yell at people. Like when they're when I see them walking out of the Disgusting. fucking bathroom. Yeah, I always oh. have the I always have the paper towel to open the door, anyways, because too many motherfuckers don't wash their hands for me to do mm. that. But I don't know, man. I and, almost like want to get it. even worse the dreaded wet handle. So sometimes you gotta wad the paper towel. So you have a nice cushion when you open it. Because, like, some people are crazy if they wash their hands, then they just grab the handle. Wet hand at all. Yeah. I'm like, what? Why would you do that? You might have just animated. Now you put water on the thing, and now you get mutated. There's some fucking bacteria on there, man. Who raised you, motherfucker? Who raised you? <laughs> Who is that? TK, that's TK, huh? <laughs> Who you? <laughs> okay, Addicts have a hundred horrid date stories. Said you could have a whole show. Hey, because hey, you know it's mostly male viewers and listeners, you know, on it. So it would be pretty amazing to get some some insider info. There, there's this joke that Norm McDonald had. He said, "No way, hold on." <laughs> She said, chaotic said, I was on a date this summer and it was going really well. And then he introduced me to his wife. Wow. Like they, like they both wanted to date. I thought I was being punked. Yeah, no, that's some swinger shit. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Didn't do it. Wild. I come, Wild. You know what's crazy too? It's like, I'm pretty sure every man's like, it's a dream. Is it? You got two of them now, bro. <laughs> in your ears. I couldn't do the what is it's the Mormons, right? Who have and then like what did they start? Yeah, the polygamy. Yeah. Po- and then polygamy start- or polyamory. What what's it called? I don't know. Polygamy? Calli- calligraphy? Polygamy. <laughs> I think it's polygamy. Calligraphy? No, that's the right. Oh. <laughs> polygamy, a pattern of mating in which an animal has more than one mate. Okay, yeah. See? Yeah. What the hell See was the I What the hell was I thinking of? Polyamorous? Isn't that like the same shit? Oh no! It's not. Like- oh, so polyamorous is uh, characterized or involved in a practice of engaging in multiple romantic relationships with consent of all the other people involved. Okay, there we go. I came up with the lyrics right now. <laughs> Look at this, because I was just thinking of these words like "ex," just things that rhyme: existential and exponential. Yeah, right? but you know our growth. It's exponential and what it, with the meaning and what it is yes. in terms yes. of existential. John <laughs> said polygraphy. Like what you mean to existence, right? John gave us another one. Polygraphy, writing with two pens at once. <laughs> polygraphy? <laughs> and it's funny, Chaotic said, apparently I just missed that on the dating profile. <laughs> And it said that she was linked to it. I just didn't see her know. They're probably like, yes, honey, we got one. <laughs> Ooh, she's cute. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, like, and then, like, you're, like, shacked up with both of them. And then, like, you ain't never get in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just start thinking of all the next. And then, like, I'm just like, are, is, are threesomes just happening, like, willy-nilly? Or is it like one of those things like where you're like, okay, one night her, the next night her. They thought Tuesday, oh, Wednesday, clearly. Or then like, there might be that, that bleak two weeks where like they're just all on the rag. 
Well, I mean, that's I mean, that's gonna happen either way. Like, they all start cycling together after. That is true. It's kind of it's like a phenomenon. Weird, 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 weird how much. I mean, it's not like I go kicking with Hus and then like we kicking enough that just round the clock we have boners simultaneously. (laughs) (laughs) Simultaneous random boyfriend. It just doesn't happen like that. Don't make me play the chef song. (laughs) Simultaneous loving, baby. (laughs) Chaotic said his wife was real aggressive. I, I bet, like, I mean, I can't really imagine, but I assume, like, I mean, he's the bait. Yeah, she knows to right. catch a good woman, you need to be the bait, honey. Yeah, but she probably got him dressed up, nice little sweaters. You know what I mean? He's on a profile. He's hella kept. You know what I mean? And I said, bro, you want to see crazy? Show the Mormons. I watch. Keep sweet. Pray and obey on Netflix. Shit's crazy, dude. Has like seventy wives. That's just too much. That's just too much. 70? A calendar schedule. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I don't see you till February 8th. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's wild. Oh, what do you say? Oh, you're 22. Oh, no, it's 62's week. There's only 52 weeks in a year, baby. Hey, that'd be a thing. Only 52 yeah. weeks in a year. Insane. Insane. I mean, <laughs> All right. We went off the rails there a little bit, but it's because there's not a lot of news here worth talking about. But another piece of news that we got for this week is Clyde Edwards Elaire finally gets uh, gets activated to the don't roster. Like it, don't say that like it's gonna massively help them. I didn't say I didn't say it was gonna massively like, help yeah, them. Finally. I just said he finally gets activated nah, man, to the roster. Finally. You know what I mean? He's not going to do anything. He ain't moving the needle. (laughs) And one goes on, one goes off, because Mecole Hardman went on the IR now. Well, he never came back, though. That's the thing, though, too. Well, they never put him on the... he did. He got re-injured. Yeah, they didn't put him on the IR. He was just, like, questionable and all that. (laughs) Chaotic said, (laughs) going house to house every night, a gazillion kiddos. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, how many kids did he have? With, he's uh, with like, seventy. He's like, give me my list. Where is my list? <laughs> he's like, okay, you are house twenty three, child two. You're John E. <laughs> hey, Johnny. Dad came to say hello. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a couple months. Yes. <laughs> and what up, all my kids? <laughs> That motherfucker, hey, he starts treating Christmas like he's actually Santa Claus. Well, your mom said you weren't doing too good in school, so you're on the naughty list. These damn Mormons. He said he's ma- he married his own daughters. Yeah, man. See, now, oh, it, just whoa. Starts, now it just starts getting hella gross. See, I mean, like, we already knew the British had it all wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you and wonder why everybody had fucked up grills and they all had these weird look- looking faces. And that's why, I mean, because you're inbreeding, right? I mean, there's yeah. always, every time you're going to cross over the same genetics. It's not like marijuana now. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> or when you breed it with yourself, it turns extra special. That does not okay, happen there, in real there life. There you go. Ten entries. Someone uh, just give me give me an animal that can inbreed and still, and, and like, like do, I would imagine like fish or shrimp. Like, are they finding other little shrimp and getting busy? Well, dogs. I mean, we already know that there's a bunch yeah, of yeah, that's uh, true, huh? The breeders but are gone. But back. even them, they can fuck the gen. I mean, they can. Fuck, you can see a dog kind of like 
with some abnormalities, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, shit, aren't all those fucking, what are the little, the little pit bulls fucking called? The ones that have like the, the fucking short ass legs and shit. Like those, the bullies or whatever, bullies, is that when they call them? Pretty sure it's like that because of the inbreeding. I think I'm not a hundred percent, but hey, live at sports talk with Jake. What up, bro? He said, what we up? see Allen and Everett leaving the chargers due to cap space. They would just restructure. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, maybe Everett. I mean, he's getting up there. He's getting well, up Everett's there. Everett's pretty young. For, yeah, Everett, Everett's been in the league less than Keenan Allen. 2017. Gerald Everett was, was Sean McVay's first draft pick. Yeah, he's going to turn 29. Yeah. Yeah. And he's a tight end. This is like when they come on. I mean, this is when they usually come on in their career. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's actually been really fairly solid for what it's worth. Like a team's gonna pick him up. I bet yeah. you they retain him. Keenan Allen, he's gonna have to take a real team friendly. I want to stay here type deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Kadic said, yeah, but at least dogs have different sequences. It's not good. You really can't be done with a human. Yeah. See, what's crazy is like there's this area in San Diego. It's kind of like outside of like the normal like city of San Diego. Well, I guess it's a different city. It's Santee. And everyone in San Diego calls it Clan T because that's where all the fucking KKK and white supremacist motherfuckers are. And I swear that whole like city was spawned from like the same like 10 people. Because every, well, everybody has a weird same look to their face. It's super fucking weird. Super, super fucking weird. And they all have big ass heads too, like gargantuan size heads. You can just see what they're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I can see what you're thinking. Dennis said Alan can go. Gotta make room for Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer is not a number one receiver, like for a team. Hey. He needs to be a complimentary guy. Yeah, very well as a number one. Because he actually had games where he, it was just him. So you can actually say that he was just good because he got all the volume. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I agree. I have a lot of Josh Palmer, so. I'm not saying I don't like him, but he can't be what Keenan Allen was. Like, I mean... Keenan Allen's a legit number one. What was even his best game? I'm trying to think. I know he's had a Josh Palmer. I know he had a couple hundred yard games. Here we go. I mean, shit, he had two 100 yard games and that's it. He had three touchdowns on the season. So, I mean, he did have a game where he had 99 yards. I feel like if I would have said he was like he was bad, you'd be like, I don't know, man. He had 300 yard games. Like he was no, because like, he hella fell no off. To be made either way. No, so being a complimentary guy, it's pretty good. And he only had, yeah. but what? Well, no, no, but you did, but just like you said, though, he was yeah, the but, number one guy. Yeah. For I'm saying he purposes. shouldn't be. He was like more of a complimentary guy. For reality. Yeah. Well, for fantasy, for fantasy well, awesome. definitely for fantasy. Yeah. See, here's the thing they, they have a really bad organization over there. So I don't even think how they're going to like patchwork it or like bring in anyone in free agency. Like, they're going to end up with like yeah. Alan Robinson. Yeah, and let's see, Keenan Allen, is he a free agent? Yeah. And then, like, so, like, something like Allen Robinson, who else? Maybe they make a trade for Elijah Moore or some bullshit like that, like, because he's, like, a Keenan Allen 
wannabe yeah. or whatever. If Keenan Allen isn't an unrestricted free agent until 2025, he's still got so, so they're two years on his deal. Why is that news then today? Oh, because it, they could be cap casualties. Yeah. That's what that is. Yeah. Because yeah, the it, it was a five it was a five year deal, but it was built into where this year could be the year that because he's, he's only cap he's only six point nine against the cap right now. That's really what it is. So it could be a cap. We did all that so we can get that drop. I swear. <laughs> so it could be a cap casualty. Yeah. But we shall see. I mean, that is one thing that the Chargers are like notorious for is moving on from players and like really just let, letting them walk for like nothing. I know. Why would they do that? For, for, especially for like, I mean, maybe it's because it's just like a tell. Obviously, they're going to pay Herbert this year. Yeah. Or this offseason. And I think it's they just don't want to have Keenan be 21 against the cap. That's really what it is. You know what's you know what they don't want is Keenan to be a Kansas City Chief. Right? That's what they don't <laughs> want. Yeah. They're, see, like, they'll be like Juju, screw you, Juju. Yeah. Way better slot. Way better slot guy. Yeah, because see what they could do, they could like extend them for one year and turn this two-year deal into a three-year deal, but then you know, get the cash over cap going. Uh-huh. Like that'd be the best thing for them to do. He is 30 years old, so even ex- but it's really and, and, all about- you know, he's entering like like Ryan Fitz. I mean, I was his name, Larry Fitz Fitzgerald. Like, man, once they got like when he was just like permanently in the slot, was like after age 31. And he still produced at a high level. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Keenan Allen's kind of been that guy his whole career. You know what I mean? He doesn't nearly line up outside as much as he does in inside or in the slot. And he's just a, and he's just he's that guy. Possession, red zone. Jake said is Chase number one in redraft. I mean, it's still got to be Jefferson. Like I'm not, I'm done disrespecting Jefferson. Like all this guy does is just do better every single year. So I mean, there's an argument to be made. Like, like I, there's an argument to be made. But I mean, Jefferson's like, say they don't draft or bring in any other weapons. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we're talking is just KJ Osborne. And Jefferson and perhaps some youngster, because what if Thielen don't come back? You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, Jefferson just by by sheer volume alone, and from what he's only done by getting better every year, it should be Jefferson. Right? It just seems safer. But Chase, I mean, are we are we talking about a world where Chase gets I mean where Higgins gets traded? Thielen is gonna be there this year. Okay. He's under contract until until 2025, but it looked. I mean, next year it's only a seven mil cap hit. They'd have to burn almost 14 mil if they cut him, and it's 19 mil against the cap. Okay, so he's there. Yeah, yeah, but what difference does it make if he's there or not? I'm just saying, like, I was trying to make a case for him to be because even with him there, don't you know? What I mean, he's getting the sheer volume, like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that. They're just not going to shake it up and bring in another wide receiver. Like, I mean, that, that's what I mean by that, at least. I mean, they're yeah. not going to bring in any free agents or unless they trade Adam Thielen. For or that youngster. I mean, right. you got Hawkinson there. He's probably. They need so much help on defense, though. They'd be stupid to, like, draft a wide receiver. Yeah. Early. 
Hawkinson's the number two on yeah, that team. For sure. Yeah. Hey, what up, Crispy? And what's crazy what up, is that Minnesota has always been a team that it seems like they've wanted to go through the tight end, but they've never had a tight end to like be able to do anything with. I mean, they always had a system that like well, I mean, they had for the longest they had Nor they had a Norv yeah, Turner. Yeah. And then they went from Norv Turner to to Schumer. What's his name? Pat Schumer. Pat uh-huh. Schumer. Pat yeah. Schumer. And these are all zone run schemes that use the tight end. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, too, is like like Kyle Rudolph was always on the field, but Kyle Rudolph could never really be a guy he's blocking more. You know what I mean? Yeah. And fucking Irv Smith was supposed to be a thing for like the last three years. Yeah, he can't stay healthy. <laughs> And then it's like Tyler Conklin, right? And then like they would all have flashes, and it's like if you added it all up, and it was one tight end, it would be awesome. But it just never, yeah. So yeah, so trading for for Hawkinson, and damn, damn, the Lions are crazy uh, for that. <laughs> I mean, if they knew they weren't going to pay him, he was part of the old regime, right? You know I mean? Yep. So it's like yeah, trade him, but trading him to the enemy, and like feel like. I mean, if Rodgers don't get it together, and which I just don't feel like they're, it's their division to lose anymore either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. And Song said rumors about Niners trading for Kirk Cousins. I like those rumors. I just don't think that, that anything like that's going to... Like, what are you going to give up for Kirk? And, like, why would the Vikings trade Kirk with nobody behind them? Unless it's, like, for Lance or something like that. Yeah, or it'll be for somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like out of everything that's wrong with their team, I mean, Kirk Cousins isn't one of the things that's wrong with them. Kirk Cousins, this is how you show if Kirk Cousins is durable or not. You bring his ass to Shanahan. Because <laughs> Kirk Cousins has been durable damn near his entire career. Maybe No, not damn near. His entire career. I mean, he's had some concussions. Yeah, but I mean, he's never had any big no. injuries that have kept him out for extended Because he gets the ball out quick. He's, you know, he, uh, he throws it away. He, you know, he does everything correct. It's also the secret. You want a quarterback to play always? Give him a guaranteed contract. <laughs> right? Kirk's proved it. I mean, like, <laughs> it's funny because it's like, man, why are you doing this now? I said we should have just got him instead of Jimmy a long time ago. Ah. I like Kirk because you want to know what my whole thing was? Like, when we first traded for Jimmy and I didn't see it on the field yet, I was sour. Cause I was like, man, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Like, give me a married man who's dedicated <laughs> to his family and can keep his head in the books on the game, study film. Get Kirk Cousins. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give me wholesome. <laughs> then it was fun having porn star Jimmy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know, he still brought his heartache. I mean, I guess that's better than like having Kirk Cousins who could just. <laughs> put up crazy numbers, but never get over the hump. Like Kirk, I guess that's where you're right about that too. It's like, why, why, what's the difference of getting Kirk, right? It's not like Kirk carries the team. It's yeah. the difference if we get like a Rogers or like, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like I love Kirk Cousins because he's, just, he's he'll run that system well. Yeah, for sure. He's, play, he's been playing in a makeshift version of that system this past season too, so. And Barco said they trade for Purdy. Man, if Purdy really has to have Tommy John surgery, he's out for the entire season next year, like no matter what. 
because that that is like a 12 month like or nine to 12 month recovery time or some shit like that so so purdy's like i mean he's gonna be he's gonna be chilling i mean it's gonna be one of those things now do especially if they think purdy's the guy in the future you know obviously it's not this year it's next year even the year after that so a potential like three year you know project got to move on from lance and put him in the trade for somewhere i just don't just that the kirk cousins thing's just not gonna happen nah they were the number two seed. Like, they're not rebuilding. No. But that wouldn't even be rebuilding. That would be, like, just stupid on the Vikings part. But unless yeah. you're, like, Kevin O'Connell, and you're Kevin O'Connell, who was part of that regime that drafted Kirk Cousins right. years ago. You know what I mean? Right. With yeah. Shanahan and all them. And maybe, yeah. what if, like, Kevin O'Connell's like, I don't know what Shanahan saw in you, bro. But you know what I mean? Like, what if he's that guy? Like, he sees him as not fit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that'd be the only reason why I think they would move on from. Otherwise, he's a top 10 QB in the league. Top eight, even. Yeah. And as far as, like, I mean, if if the best ability is availability, you know, there's no denying that in him, even though he can't show up on primetime. Or, like, like... In mid prime time, <laughs> whatever yeah. that is. Let's see what other news we got. Landon Dickerson for the Eagles. So he didn't practice all week, but he got removed from the team's final injury report. So good to go over there. Need to be missing any more linemen than they already have missing. And <laughs> this one wasn't a surprise, but Josh Jacobs, of course, does not want to play on a franchise tag. He wants a fair deal that makes sense for both sides. Wants to remain with the team if that can happen. So I wonder what kind of deal Josh Jacobs would really be looking for. <laughs> and Marco said, but he's very young, and Cousins has to use crutches on the field. Well, what uh, what's Purdy going to have to use on the field? Because he's not going to have one arm to be able to use each. Literally not even going to be able to throw. Hey, listen, bro. <laughs> listen, bro. He's going to learn how to throw with his other arm, bro. He better get ambidextrous. Yeah. Hey, Mike Joseph in the house. What up, bro? What up, Mike? Let's see. Mike uh, Raiders also saying they're doing their homework on Jimmy G. I mean, d- I mean, duh. <laughs> I mean, you know what's crazy, too, is like, Jimmy is like they'll get Jimmy because they'll give him a bunch of money. Uh huh. You know what I mean? I don't think it. What's the real draw for him? Is that Bogey in the Matrix? All right, let's see. Uh oh. And Dennis are getting major static from me. Let's see. Can't hear. Just had it on mute, too. Yeah. It's crazy. It's kind of cool, though, because it's like, would you guys believe that we put the static in there so you could, like, like bang your device? Yeah. 
like old school TVs. <laughs> All right, let's see. And oh, Deontay Johnson. They say he's going to be a big candidate for a restructure this offseason. I mean, especially. Yeah, they just gave him the money. I know. But. Damn. I mean, guys like Patrick Mahomes, I mean, he got paid the bag and has been restructuring every year since. Yeah, that's a good point. So it just depends on what the restructure actually means for him. Usually it just means more cash up front and then less against the cap when they do that. You know, the Steelers would be interesting to trade for DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe. I mean, shit, do they really think Kenny Pickett's the guy? I mean, Mitch Trubisky. That's how you find out, right? Put You get... You gotta put veterans around them. That's one but thing. They don't do that with wide receivers, though. They've done it all the time. Give me an example. Okay, let's see here. OBJ, Jarvis Landry to, to Baker. Oh wait, who do oh, you said the Browns? No, I'm talking about the Steelers. They they should trade for like DeAndre Hopkins. Really put some weapon. I mean, it's really just it's it's Deontay Johnson and. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. Like, the Steelers, they never fucking go after veteran wide receivers. I'm just saying. What do you want to see with your guy? It's year yeah. two in the same system. And he's supposed to be able to sling it. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. they're, they're, I'm not they're, saying that's a bad idea. I'm just saying Steelers, I mean, they're shysty with the wide receiver money. They only got, like, they only draft, like, wide receivers. They never go out and get older guys. Hey, and I mean, they don't want to pay any wide receiver after hey, their fucking. Hey, look at this. Ready for this? Before they wouldn't even they wouldn't even interview black coaches until the Rooney was like, listen, man, see, they, they do the first to do things sometimes. And it might be a first for everything in this case. I'm just saying, because I'm curious to see should. Some, like New England already came out and said they're not fucking with him. You know what I mean? Because Bill O'Brien's there, you can already tell there's some bad blood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. they're gonna move him somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you know it'll be tight, move him to the Jets if Aaron Rodgers is there. Shit, move him to Aaron Rodgers. Now nah, they probably won't do that. Actually, that's not. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's what if the Chargers continue movies. this crazy shit and try to get him over? Yeah, there? I would love that because DeAndre Hopkins would still have it. And now we're gonna get him for a whole year. Yeah, get him, get him with someone like a Justin Herbert. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Let's go. Be insane, insane. I don't know how they do it, but I mean, they did so much last year, and a lot of it failed. But um, I don't know. You better Kellen, just double down on that shit. They do got Kellen Moore, so like we're gonna see more three wide receiver sets. You know what I mean? You don't even have three wide receivers to speak of over there right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh man, now this one kind of threw me for a loop. Zach Wilson will not be traded in the offseason. They're gonna they're working on his development. Uh because I mean he's gonna go be there. the starter, but does that mean nobody wanna go there? Or what? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. What's your Maybe. Oh, Derek says my Cowboys and Hopkins. Man, see, is Dallas and Arizona are they are they too close to where like Arizona is not gonna want to put them, you know, that close to them? I mean, shit. What is that? Does Dallas really even want to pay anybody there? Right. Right. Let alone pick up someone. Yeah, that's for sure. It was the same argument that you know you were saying for the Steelers. Like the Steelers just. Like you said, the Steelers don't do that. Dallas don't do that. Yeah, Dallas never fucking does that. I mean, they're still pissed about the Amari Cooper, right? <laughs> that shit was years ago. What was that? DeAndre Hopkins. Also, it's going to be interesting to see what the Cowboys look like. They just hired Brian Schottenheimer. And you know, the Schottenheimers, they like to run, bro. 
Right. And they like to like power run. You know what I mean? Grind, I'm, grind. And I mean, granted, they, they, I, you know, a shoddy, he, you know, he knows how to take it to the air. You know, the shoddy, the OC, when it was the let, Ru, let Russ cook thing. You know what I mean? You know, that he, he Eric, that's my point. He said we did with Amari Cooper. And I remember how literally the next year they like hated it. And they yeah. like got it. And then they, they kept trying to get out of there. <laughs> they kept trying to get him to restructure it, and then they trade him away for noodles last year, which is hella funny because that's so cowboy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just do it. They just handle it all incorrectly. You know what? I would love all my Dak Prescott shares in Dynasty to have Nuke to throw at. You know what I mean? That would be dope, actually. Hey, what up, Devo? Let's smoke it up. Hey, hey. Hold on, where is it? Gotta hit him with the crust of the cloud. <laughs> Yeah, let's smoke it up. Don't forget to get those super chats in, guys. We got a bunch of raffles going on for the Super Bowl. Devo's gaining his edge. Oh, and don't forget, the first person to go sign up and join the 420 Crew T-Shirt of the Month Club gets 500 entries into the raffle. Or actually, yeah, you know, we're going to do 500. I think I said 420 yesterday but the first person to go sign up you go to 420crew.org the first jersey or the first t-shirts are going to be coming out in the beginning of march and it's all going to be peacock designs all going to be peacock designs and yeah chaotic the super stickers are the they work the same as super chats you get the entries for those as well okay so the t-shirt of the month club it's a 420 crew t-shirt of the month club you're not gonna know what the t-shirts are just initially they're all gonna be black and then it's gonna be different designs from our man peacock different 420 crew we'll mix in an idp life and we're gonna mix in just you know other styles of peacocks that he has coming but yeah it's gonna be one t-shirt a month it's 40 dollars a month and that includes the tax and the shipping flex and triple x it's 45 a month because those shirts do cost uh, extra to the big one. but it's gonna be super fun and you're not going to be able to buy the shirts unless you're in the club. And then, uh, so you'll see some people rocking it, you know, and then eventually you'll know kind of what you missed out on, I guess. But we're going to kind of, for new people, I want to kind of make sure, like either way, whatever the first shirt is in March, if someone signs up in April, it's going to be like that shirt as well for them and kind of keep it to where everyone gets all the styles. But it is going to be super dope. All 420 Crew swag, it is coming. And so you sign up. By going to 420crew.com, 420crew.com. Finally got that domain as well. Nice. Yeah. And it was not cheap, but yeah, we're building the brand here. So we got to have the .com and the ORG. Right, right. And the first person to sign up gets 500 entries. No fucking way. <laughs> I what? just saw a tweet. <laughs> and Adam Rank said Keenan Allen to the Chiefs next year is going to be wild. I told so this you. This year is going to be wild. Come on, dude. I just, I know everything. And like, <laughs> that's why I respect Adam. I mean, Adam, what's his name? Rank. Adam, Adam Rank. Rank. Yeah, I like Adam Rank more than the Adam Sheffers or any of the other motherfuckers that think they're analysts and shit. Adam Rank just knows. Because he's a regular man. Why wouldn't Keenan Allen go and be like, man, screw this shit and go right across the way? Hell yeah. 
And if you guys haven't seen, because Adam Rank was on the show, this I mean, at this point, it was almost like two years ago, but make sure you go show the video some love. We're going to have to go get some clips and stuff from some of these videos just to remind you guys how, how dope some of these interviews were. Because we're going to get more interviews coming as well, more and more to come. Hell yeah, Peacock said exclusive 420 crew merch. Hell yeah, that's what's going to be dope. Like, you're not even going to be able to buy these t-shirts. You know, like, maybe at the event in August, maybe we'll have some of them for sale. But, yeah, we're going to we're gonna have different merch that you'll be able to buy. But these ones are just going to be hella exclusive to where you have to be in the t-shirt of the month. Here, just the bike. Okay, fine, here, grab it. and chaotic shirts pre-shrunk i don't think so we're doing all the pro clubs though and those aren't that bad when it goes into the wash those don't shrink like crazy and there we go derek said i just like the adam rank video and make sure you watch it too because we talked about some cool stuff there my depth like when i was doing these interviews like adam rank was one of the first big time guys who came on the channel who came on the show for an interview and it was dope because i mean because we're both from southern california and stuff and i'm and we were into wrestling he ended up and it was like right after covid so you know guys had more time but asked him you know about just a couple things that he did you know early in his career and like you know early influencers and talked about him doing like his uh, his stand-up comedy and stuff as well like that shit's super funny and uh, and then we talk about wrestling of course and uh, oh there we go Derek just signed up and was the first 420 Crew member, a part of the 420 Crew T-shirt of the month club. Derek, you the man. Let me um, get you yeah. marked down for those 500 entries since you were the first one. And the first t- the first wave of T-shirts, they're going to be coming out the beginning of March. And that'll be every single month like after that. So anyone who signs up in February, you won't get charged again until April because this Anyone who signs up in February or March, that's going to be like counting for March. Crispy says, I need the opposite of pre-shrunk. Yeah, damn it. I only put it up to 3X, Crispy. I guess for your big ass, I might need to add a 5X. Size. Oh, no. And you know what? My bad. I'm, I totally messed up. I don't, I totally messed up. <laughs> I look closer. It's Dennis. It is Dennis Johnson who signed up. There we go. Our man in Minnesota. Let's get yeah. it. There we go. We got to start ordering shirts in size Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> yeah, like I mean GG. <laughs> we got to see what's the biggest what's the biggest they make cuz it come in tablecloth size. Right? It comes <laughs> in sailboat sail <laughs> size. <laughs> yeah, Chris we need to we got poncho just to like wear for a shirt. <laughs> there we go. All right. Crispy makes his clothes from the big the skin of his victims. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's the What's barbarian that? warrior. What's the fucking guy from Silence of the Lambs? What the hell? What the hell's his name? What nah, I didn't put Crispy in his name. I was talking about like some more Viking type shit. But yeah, it was a Buffalo Bill. Yeah. He was a real weirdo. Yeah. All right. <laughs> There we go. 500 entries for my man, Dennis. Killing it. Hell yeah. Dennis knows there's only one thing that's better than a crawfish dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's five crawfish. Five crawfish. 
And Dennis said, I want that Culpepper jersey. Hey, there we go, man. 500 entries. That's going to be a good way to set yourself apart. Definitely. Right. Uh, and Crispy said, Omar, the tent maker. <laughs> That's where Crispy, you getting your shirts at from the tent maker. <laughs> it's a rough world, Big oh. Big. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, let's see. And oh, normal guy said, thank you, Nigel. Oh, hold on. Oh, Nigel's gifting him. Oh, there we go. Hold on. Oh, so first, and sorry, guys, for totally missing out on this, but Marco from the future gifted a 420 crew membership on YouTube. Yeah. I got to put the chat where I can pop out so I can see this because for whatever reason, this shit doesn't carry over to StreamYard. And then, so Marco did it first. And then we got Nigel gifting a 420 crew membership. You the man. And Steven Tyler got the membership from Marco. And Normal Guy got gifted the membership from Nigel. Throw in those emojis now, guys, because now you got access to the 420 crew emojis. All the homies. And we need more members so we can get up to the next level. Up to the next level of the members. Let me get you guys added down for the 100 entries in there. Yeah. Let's get it. Where the hell is it? Here we go. All right. Appreciate you, Nigel. Appreciate you, Marco, from the future. There we go. And Marco said Buffalo Bill, Captain Stottlemyre from Monk is the same actor. Crazy. I've never seen Monk. I've never seen hey, Monk. Monk was a good-ass show, bro. What's it about? I've never seen it. He's a detective. But he's 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 he got mad OCD and hella near near he's hella neurotic like you know what I mean like nervous tics and like you know what I mean but like all these things that he suffers from like helps him figure out these crimes you know what I mean okay yeah he's fucking awesome and it was the dude you know that you know when they shoot the guy's head off okay in, uh, in, uh, in black uh huh. Yeah, I think it's him. It's the same guy. Oh, okay. He's the, he's the main character in that show. Okay. Cool. Yeah, when they shoot his head off and he grows back. Yeah, and he's like, do you have any idea how much that stings? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Monk. Fucking crazy. <laughs> All right, let's see. Do we have... Let's see if there's any other... It, Monk was on USA. Right. Yeah. I think that's why I want to say, yeah, how old was Monk, man? I want to say I was watching that shit like living at my parents' house even. Yeah, I mean, that was like, was a minute, of, like 15 years ago, maybe. Let me see. Thank you for thousand. 2002 to 2009. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, like, yeah, early 2000s, it seemed like. Yeah, man. 
I was gonna say, cause that thing came out. I used to watch that thing after wrestling and shit. And what did Marty say? It'd be cool if we could get a bong's cheers. Yeah, like that. Okay, I like it. I like it. Oh, like that. Yeah, like for the t-shirt, I'm assuming. Yeah, there's going to be a bunch of fucking dope ones. Like that is uh, that is for sure. Don't sleep on it. You definitely don't want to miss out on, on any of these designs. It's going to be super fucking dope. All coming from our man Peacock for doing the collabs on, on all of these. It's going to be super fun. Yeah, he's super dope. Shout out to our brother Peacock. Missed you, brother. Yeah, let me see. Where is it? <laughs> Peacock, you the man. All right, and I'm sending out all the all the links right now for the the league. Stop, is Bogey in the Matrix? <laughs> Crispy said, honestly, I'm almost down to fighting weight. <laughs> it's fighting time. <laughs> <laughs> Marco said one of the best episodes of Monk is when he's in jail with Danny Trejo. That's tight. Nice. <laughs> that is tight. Yeah. Of course, bro. If you need a Mexican in jail, you know who to call. Nigel, there is, at least as of right now, because I'm not, some of these guys were kind of on the fence, but as of right now, there's one spot left in the number 17, and that's with pretty much everyone who's kind of new to the uh, to these dynasties. This will be this will be the one where you pop your cherry. You want to get into this one. So yeah, definitely, definitely get in. Let me know. Let me know if you want to get in. All right. Let's see. Any other news? Tracy Walker tore his Achilles, but said on his Twitter account that he's going to be ready to participate in all the organized team activ team activities. I mean, it, yeah, the OTAs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean OTAs is usually what May. Yeah. Aprilish. April. May. Yeah, it's. April. I think it starts in April and then carries to May. It's definitely after the draft, so I think it is May. But yeah, but I mean, cause he tore his shit like week one, so I mean he should be. Achilles is crazy though, like yeah. how they're coming back from it so fast now. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That used to be like a career ender. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. who I bet you that they had to make it like the doctor, the doctors had to figure it out when Kobe tore his shit, remember? Yeah. They're like, oh no, okay. We gotta figure this out for him. You know what I mean? <laughs> what up, Tino? What up, birthday twin? Marty said Lamar and the Ravens are a part of a hundred mil or a hundred mil apart on the contract negotiations. Damn. A hundred mil apart. That's pretty far. And Marco said he hides the, the shanks from Danny Trejo in better places so the guards can't find them. <laughs> Lamar to the Texans. Oh, man. <laughs> That's bad, man. Like, how are they a hundred mil apart? That's horrible. That's horrible. And just a reminder for uh, those who may have not have been watching earlier at the beginning of the show when we shouted it out tomorrow, friend of the show, Ricky Williams, is going to be in the house. 
I'm going to put the link in the chat right now. Make sure you guys go go smash the like button over there. Let's help get the algorithm flowing real early. And Marco said the Ravens are shysty. Yeah, that they are. That they are. That is for sure. That's crazy how the Ravens still squeaked in there this year. Yeah. Good defense. Like, it's really, yeah. Makes me want to watch that 30 for 30. Yeah. It's just like, you know, teams like the Ravens and Chicago, I want to think of them and think of them as being defensive, like, powerhouses. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what they've been historically. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll see Chicago turn that thing around again sooner or later. Tina, why the fuck would J.C. Jackson join the Cowboys? First off. He's under contract. First off, they're not going to want to pay him 17 mil or whatever. You know, I mean, that's just what his cap hit is worth this year, let alone. I mean, he's the highest paid fucking cornerback right now. Like, Cowboys aren't going to take that. I mean, the stupidest stupidest thing they did was was pay pay J.C. Jackson like that. And of course, it's the Chargers. Had to though. Someone was yeah. gonna do it. It just bit him in the ass that he all, that he got hurt. So. Does he bounce back? Hopefully. I mean, they're paying him all that money. Oh, hey, Nick! Hey. Shout out to Ghost Monkey Nick. He said that Baltimore thirty for thirty is hard. He said I saw it last night. Nice. Yeah, I gotta watch it. I wonder if it's on ESPN Plus already. I wonder how quick it gets on the ESPN Plus. That Tino said Uncle Jerry got it. Come on, bro. Cowboys don't want to pay anybody. You fucking know it. You know it. Hey, listen, bro. You don't want JC Jackson, man. (laughs) You don't even want him. Big Moose, what up, bro? He said hurt season. Oh. (laughs) Is this where it all starts? Is this where it starts? Oh, I thought he was trying to tell us like something we didn't know. Oh, I mean, I was just assuming hurts. Oh, yeah. I'm going to remember that. You know, said facts out. I still haven't got my Christmas card from Uncle Jerry yet. He's shysty, man. You're one of his kids, too. Anyone who would send you a Christmas card. Hey, listen, bro. Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry needs to die for the Cowboys to ever win, bro. I'm just saying. I mean, they said the same thing about Al Davis. They ain't winning nothing anytime soon. I mean, but the first key was getting him to croak. <laughs> I think what we figured out now is like now the Raiders aren't going to be nothing until Mark Davis croaks. <laughs> going to be a while. Yep. Yep. Mark Davis sucks. So glad I'm not a Raider fan. So here's some new news that I saw about Tom Brady that he's going to start working for Fox Sports during the 2024 season. Yeah. That's where the contract goes in effect, right? I saw that. Yeah, because it was a futures contract that they gave him. There wasn't any dates or anything attached. But now they have made that date come in play. Let's go, Tommy. One more year, Tommy. <laughs> I know. See, he left himself with the wiggle room. I picked him up in one of the in one of the dynasties. Somebody dropped him. I paid 21 bucks for him. Damn, what league was that? I mean, I'm assuming it's one that you're not in. There was other bids, but nobody bid 21. I'm going to be mad if it's one of the ones I was in. Fuck. Nah, it's not. It might be like number six, number five or number six. Okay. Yeah, it's for sure one you're not in. 
Yeah, didn't you pick him up in one of the joints last year too? Yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers are stupid. Yeah, I don't know why people are dropping them. Like, especially with all these roster spots that we have. Like, and, and what, what's they, the point of dropping them? Up, yeah, they just drop them up. Exactly. <laughs> that's, a dumb, that's a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <Let's see. laughs> What else we got here? I mean, there's no way to cut it. This is just a stupid motherfucker. At least wait. At least wait. Oh, nice. Okay. Song said, yeah, but I bid for him too, but it was number 10. Okay, that's what it is. Mm. It was number 10. Come on, throw a 30 spot for Brady. <laughs> I know. I didn't even want to. I spent uh, just see, a little, a little bit about 10%. If you ever think about betting 20 and you're in a league with Huss, put 22 because <laughs> He'll always be like, just put a dollar. Like, you didn't put one more dollar. Always. You know I, mean? I see him do that all the time. That's why always. I'll bet 11 all the time. Because <laughs> most people are common. Mine will be like, let's put 10. And be like, yeah, yeah. Put 11. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way to do it, though. That's the yeah. way to do it. Always throw a couple bucks higher. Let's see. Who else we got? Saints are hiring the former Browns DC, Joe Woods, as their new DC. Wow. Saints are going downhill. I know. It sounds like no, it's really Dennis. It's still Dennis Allen. He's a defensive minded guy. Keeps that defense. He keeps them good. And Song said he did bid 11. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got to bet. If you're in the league, if you, if you think of 20, oh, he bid 11. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're thinking 20, always oh, think 21 or 22. That's how about that? Same That's thing. He was right. thinking 10. He said, "Fuck, I'm gonna go 11." You got most, you know, people are just creatures of habit like that. Yeah. The Carolina Panthers interim coach Steve Wilkes is gonna interview for the 49ers a vacant DC job. No. <laughs> hey, the uh, Panthers. I mean, if he was the defensive, you yeah, know, I know, but like it just they were solid on D. No matter what, none are going to beat D'Amico. And the Panthers, they're hiring former, former Broncos DC as their new DC. And who is this? A Giro Evero? Not sure who the fuck that is. Hey, don't disrespect a Giro Evero, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what his name is. <laughs> what your name is? <laughs> Let's see. Those are expected to do an interview with Brian Flores for their head coaching job. It's a good hire, bro. And this is gonna be their, and it's gonna be their second interview. He's gonna get hired. I mean, you know, he's you know he was responsible for you know Philip Rivers getting into the playoffs. He was responsible for Tyrod. He was there with Tyrod Taylor and then got into the playoffs with the Bills. Yep. You know what I mean? He got some pedigree here. I mean, he's a really, he's a running ass motherfucker. He, he I want to say he's a former running back himself, but you know, that's where he got into the offensive side of the ball. He's a running backs coach. I'm just saying, I'm saying all this to say like, because Kyler needs, I don't know what Kyler needs, but I definitely feel like they need an offensive minded coach for that team. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For fantasy is what I'm saying. We don't want to change the, we don't want a change of culture there as far as they're going defensive minded. You know what I mean? Right. Would have loved Sean Payton there, even though it was a, it would have been a down year. At least you would know like this kid is in good hands. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 
I feel like Anthony Lynn could be just a stopgap guy now for a year, even like without without Murray. Maybe. Totally could be. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Yeah, and I think that's it that we got for the uh, for the news. There's a lot of news today, actually. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, and uh, Tino said the Cardinals hire. <laughs> Who is this Phase Clan as as head coach? I've never heard of him. And Dennis said Flores needs to come to Minnesota for our open DC spot. I mean, guess oh gonna be my different. bad, Brian Flores to Arizona. Yeah. I don't know why I was thinking of Anthony Lynn. I could have. Oh, because you mentioned something about the running back. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I was smoking while you were doing that talking and didn't even. I think you might have said. I think you might have said Anthony Lynn. I don't know. I'm sure it might have been me. No, I definitely said Brian Flores, but. Okay, I'm high. (laughs) But yeah, I don't. I mean, just all. all, It all depends. I don't like that higher than actually. (laughs) <laughs> it's a bad hire because you know now mean? you're gonna have more more defensive minded coaches over there on the west i mean it's like or like you gotta you know i don't think like it's, it's how's he gonna draw he has to go find some kind of whiz kid then you know what i mean to be his oc or some type of retread that hasn't really been successful you know what i mean yeah like someone then that would be that someone that's available right yeah yeah, otherwise, I'm like, what the fuck are they going to do? Marco said what Kyler needs is someone takes away his PS5 and have him start focusing on the game. I mean, for what? Like, now he's, he's got a year to, like, rehab. Um, I don't know. I think, like, guys, like, I want to think about, like, guys like, like Watson or Kyler Murray or, like, Patrick Mahomes. Like, they just have, like, they just have that natural athletic ability you know what i mean like you don't really see them yeah maybe watson looked a little rusty but i'm using watson as an example and even mahomes because like mahomes that he had to sit around for a year you know what i mean before he got to see him you know what i mean yeah like these guys just have that natural ability the two sport especially the two sport guys you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm saying the guys so, so i'm not worried about Kyler as a passer or anything like that I'm worried about like what the offense that they're going to install? Who, what system are they going to have in play? You know what I mean? I mean, shit, whatever it is, it's like... What weapons will they have? Could be completely different from 2023 to 2024. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, even Brian Flores could be a stopgap hire. Well, I guess it's crazy because, like, we always, like... I mean, we don't really want a lot of... We don't really want a lot of guys on our fantasy team who we think are going to be a part of, like, broken offenses. But, like... If you get the one guy who's getting like all the work on that broken offense, you usually yeah, yeah. like. Yeah, hell yeah. That's why you know that's why it kind of sucks that Detroit started becoming a better team because it was like, man, I liked it when it was all concentrated in Monroe. Now they're spreading it around, and golf looks good. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, we dumpster dive. You gotta fuck them out. All right, I love Pierre, Pierre Garcon with Washington. Loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, fucking. Who else is on the bat? Man, Brandon Marshall, the Chicago Bears, Brandon Marshall. Fucking. It's crazy because when Peyton Hillis was on, when he was on the Browns, like that team was ass, like 2010. He was like the only guy doing things over there. You want to know what's crazy? Fucking James Robinson a couple years ago, bro. One of the worst. Yeah, he was really ass. 
they just kept running the ball though. There's yeah. like, nope. I don't care if we're down three scores, we're keep running because it's just gonna secure our loss. We're and tanking for Trevor. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it makes it look like they're trying, quote unquote. Third and long, they're running. They're like, oh come on. <laughs> at least throw like a at least you know what I mean? And Derek said that Tyson 2.0 KYJ number four is cool, but the toad is better to me. I feel it, bro. I mean, especially. I mean, like, the toad is their the toad is their creme de la creme one, right? Yeah, that's like the top one. Yeah, you just always get the toad. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Said, so where did Steve Wilkes work for before getting interviewed by the Niners? Carolina. Yeah. He's with the Panthers. He's part of defensive staff. He took over as an interim coach. They're a game away from getting in the playoffs. Not mad at it. Like the guys over there. Frankie Louvu, Brian Burns. Plus, we got Lawson up there. Jeremy Chin. Jeremy Chin. Yep. Like they had a good, they had a nice little squad. And uh, they were making noise. One like they were living in the shit for sure. But one like they're world beaters. But now, I mean, I guess that's the thing too. Get him with the Niners. I don't know. I don't see. I don't know. I, I, I like. You know why I like D'Amico Ryan's hire? Because he was part of solid, part of solid staff. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was just. You know what I mean? So it, that's what sucks. It's like, you know what I mean? But I just don't want to change the scheme up. It's work. It, it's scheme works. Right. Let's see. Yeah, I think that's. I think that might be it. What else do we gotta? What else do we gotta talk about? Anything that we. Got to advertise or something that we haven't. Uh, oh, the Grandma's Boy episode has uh, has dropped on podcast, all podcast platforms out there. Go to ssbpod.com. Then you can get to any platform that you use over there and uh, go give it a download. Go give it a listen. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. I realized what we're going to start doing now is with the editing because the live version, I mean, that's always going to be longer. We're going off the rails and all that. And then we're just going to, I'm going to start condensing these i'm gonna start condensing the uh, the actual podcast itself so it was like a three hour live stream but i think condensed it down to like an hour and a half or something like that oh yeah nice derek said i finally watched grandma's boy and this shit's funny as hell <laughs> derek what was your what was your favorite part in that movie because there, there's too many for me to in there but yeah derek let, let us know what's one of your favorite parts said i can't believe i've never seen it right yeah, because it's, it's one of those ones, man. Cult classic from, I guess it just depends. Like, what were you doing in 2006 or seven or whatever? Because Bogey didn't even see it until a couple years after it came out. Yeah, probably like 2009, 10. Oh, shit, Marty, no. He did not talk about Miles Garrett Pro Bowl injury. I didn't even know he got fucking injured. Damn. That sucks. Let's see. I mean, that's such a brown thing to happen. Suffers a toe injury. He dislocated one of his toes. I don't know. He could cut one of those off if if he needed to, I'm sure. I'm sure he already did. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> right on the spot. Tear it off. And Marco Tear it said, off. I got things to do. And Marco said the credits. What was it in the credits? Wasn't it just like showing like funny scenes or whatever? Was it outtakes? I cannot remember. Or was it just the uh, the video game shit? Oh, or you're just being an ass and saying the credits was your favorite part. <laughs> Derek said it had so many parts, I can't even pick one. Yeah, if I could pick a culmination of parts, it's definitely going to be that party. 
that that was the uh, that was the best. <laughs> like that was a fucking raging ass party. What Marco said? Never seen Grandma's boy. Well, you have homework now, Marco. You have homework. And bro. you say you're from the future. Come on, man. Yeah, and what we're going to do next, we're going to be doing it this Friday. We are going to be doing True Road. I'm stoked about this what, one. Hey, what time does this pop off again? It, I believe 7 on Friday. I mean, assuming that works with your schedule. No, I just forgot. We, it's always 7. Yeah. Yeah, Derek said that party was lit. And Bakeslot said what shirt is going to be with the monthly subscription 420 crew package. So it's going to be a different shirt every single month. It is always going to be something unique and it's going to be a brand new design by Peacock. And the only way that you're going to be able to get these shirts is in the t-shirt of the month club. So just imagine a lot with different 420 crew writing, different things involving weed and bongs and different things involving football, IDP life. And you, I mean, you know what kind of shirts you've seen Peacock you know, do before, or at least uh, what we've talked about. So all like that, all 420 crew style. And yeah, it's going to be super fucking dope. It's going to be super fucking dope. And Derek said, and the boy with the split personality when he got scared. <laughs> he becomes a robot. Turned into the robot. <laughs> oh man, JP. That fucking piece of shit. <laughs> He's such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And then he has to get beat by the grandma. All because he couldn't hook up with Samantha. I don't know. What a group. <laughs> and Dennis said the first rule of the t-shirt club. Do not talk about the t-shirt shirt club. <laughs> what t-shirt club? <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? <clears throat> and uh, Oh, Lego videos, guys. Get ready. <clears throat> I'm buying a camera. I got like one of those those stimulus like checks or whatever. Not the check, but the little cards. I'm just going to use all that on a new camera. Already found which one I want to get. I'm going to get one of the Nikons. And uh, so now hopefully we'll be bringing better footage from around Vegas. Some of these events, I'm going to start going into dispensaries and like showing what people can buy for like 20 or 25 bucks, you know, something like that, making a couple like cool videos around more cannabis shirts. And bakes a lot. Yeah, we did. Dennis signed up for the 500 entries, but for anyone, how about the second person who signs up, you get 420 <laughs> entries into it how about that since we still have only had one sign up as of now come on with it let's get it and derek said he was a hater hell, hell yeah he was but it's also like he's everyone was hate, everyone was hating on him for so long too because he's like you know he's the child prodigy and he like talks shit to everybody all the time because he's so much better you know all that yeah shit. fuck him Exactly. <laughs> Everybody talks shit to that motherfucker because he got to where he got. Yeah, because he's a pro see, that's how they would always phrase it. They'd be like, man, fuck him. Well, but he is a child prodigy. Yeah, we couldn't do what he did at age 12 or whatever, but he couldn't keep it up. That fucking piece of shit. Yep. Peak too soon. <laughs> Remember that shit when Alex he was like, Hey, what can I say? I'm a 35-year-old prodigy. And he has that stupid laugh. Fucking asshole. Right. And Marco said, I need those 420 crew shirts when I'm with my fantasy league. Eight out of twelve members are cops. 
I like it. I like it. <laughs> Who said that? Marco. Oh. <laughs> out Marco. of Germany. Oh, out a bunch of the German police, huh? And in Germany, do the cops not have guns? Like in Europe? Cops don't have guns in Europe? In like, yeah, in like England? They got uh. them. They got some clubs and shit. <laughs> and whistles. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's still like that. This, Mind you, this is like something I, I knew like in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> because my dad, when he came back, he was like, he was telling me about that shit. He said, the police, he's like, the police are different. They don't carry guns. What? Marco said they have guns there. And Derek said, that, yeah, he said he was laughing when they said they look, he looked like he was in the Matrix. Yeah, how much do clothes cost in the Matrix, JP? <laughs> how did they see me? <laughs> Man, oh, you know what's so crazy about that? I totally didn't even bring it up on the show. Okay, have you ever noticed what's on the wall when he when he's there? Like, it, right there, you know, just that part you're talking about where he's all hidden or whatever behind his yeah, back. Down the wall. Yeah, have you seen what poster is up to the left of him? Uh-oh, what is it? It says gay robot. Wow. <laughs> and they had a game called gay robot. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so wow. funny that he's standing next to it and that he probably invented it, right? <laughs> I mean... Did he invent more games or just the one? Well, so, I mean, the only ones that we know for sure is that the those Eternal Death Slayer ones. Th those are the only ones that they say, and then they're working on the third one. Mm. But they did say that he created the first Eternal Death Slayer when he was, like, 11 years old or some shit like that. And I think he's supposed yeah. to be, like, 25, like, at this point. Okay. And we were still, like, on the Xbox One. Right. Yeah. That's funny. That kid, he is—he's the whole movie, though. Yeah, he really. As much as Alex is like the main character and whatnot, <laughs> the antagonist is just funny when he's just driving that little thing around. <laughs> <laughs> and he's what does he say? Like I am awesome, or like I something like awesome. that. <laughs> and some shit like that. He was like, "What was her name? The broad Samantha." He was like going on with Samantha. <laughs> oh no! Oh, that was when he got the call too. And it was yeah, like, but he wasn't. I left the message. Yeah, it, his phone was on vibrate, and he didn't hear it. You know what's crazy is the whole time I was watching that movie, I swear to God, I was like that's a Jonah Hill looking motherfucker right there. I didn't know that was young Jonah Hill. You know what I mean? He didn't. I thought it was like a Jonah. You know, that's like a look. I mean, Hollywood. he was super, yeah, he was super big back then. Like, I yeah. mean. No, I'm just saying, you know, the, like the chubby Jewish kid with the Jew fro, that was like Glasses. a look. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a look in Hollywood. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So I just thought it was like a Jonah Hill looking motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think it was that and uh, 40 that year old, that and 40 year old virgin. I mean, some of the earlier ones, if we remember Jonah way, way back in the day. Super bad. Yeah. When did Super bad drop? 2006? Five. 2009. No way, because I had my first born. 2007. Had, 2007. Yeah, I was my first. My daughter was born, and then I remember I bought that movie at Target. I ain't never saw it in the theater, and I was like, I got. I heard it was funny. Yeah. yeah isn't that funny? We just do shit like that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna buy this movie. I don't even know if it's good or not. He's had some solid yeah. ones, like even The Sitter. That's another one that I didn't hear about, and then just randomly saw, and like that one's fucking funny. 
And the dentist said, hey, has my wife read an article that the Vegas Strip was getting changed? What's happening to the Vegas Strip? I mean, they're always changing it. They're always adding new shit. And there's like this big, like, they call, I think it's like going to be called like Madison Square Garden West or like some shit like that. I don't even know if it's going to be like an actual like arena or something, but it's like this big ass, like, it looks like the fucking the Death Star or something is what it fucking looks like. It's like a big black, like huge circular building and like just right like behind the strip right just east east right yeah just east of like the strip. where the mgm is yeah yeah because if you ride on the monorail you uh, you ride right past it did they already start like clearing the area it's so crazy how fast no it's work. already fucking like it, it's being I, like i think it's supposed to open like this year or something Oh, they already yeah. So when I was out there, it was already going up. It's already been like already been up. Wow. I mean, at least like yeah, it's called the Vegas Madison Square Garden Sphere. Two point one billion, and uh, it's at the Venetian is where it is. So right behind the Venetian. And this is dang only seventeen thousand capacity. That's what's crazy. Like you're spending this much money and seventeen thousand. Te- technologically, is probably what it's probably going to be one of the more advanced joints. You know what I mean? Right. As you would assume, right? And it's just yeah. a stadium. Yeah, and so it's going to be well, an arena. It's not even going to be a stadium. It's I mean, it's an arena. Oh yeah, yeah. He said only seventeen thousand. Damn. Yeah, and so it's going to be a music and entertainment arena. It it says. Pretty cool. So yeah, no, no. I don't think it. It'd be too small for like big sports, is what it is. Because seventeen thousand is not I mean, a lot. You could do like, like a small arena. I mean, I can see wrestling events going there. Potentially, yeah. Yeah, I guess I was thinking like basketball or some shit like that. Like, nah, that other one they have, the T-Mobile Arena, is probably bigger, like capacity wise. That's so crazy. Oh, this one. Nick said the new Jonah Hill movie with Eddie Murphy is good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I sat through it with my girls. You people, but it got new news in it. Oh, it's the one on Netflix, huh? Yeah, yeah, he's dating the black. But you you could totally tell they shot the movie like a couple years ago, like maybe even before COVID, because all the references are like pre-COVID. You know what I mean? Huh. Like, you know, the pop culture references they have in there, you know what I mean? Okay. So that they, they, so the movie just came out, but you can tell they shot it, like, yeah, probably a year or two before COVID. And Mike Joseph said, bro, the grandma whooped his ass in the game after trying to steal it <laughs> and said it was his. Epic. <laughs> right? Yeah. See, and that's like, you don't come back from that after that, man. No. You don't cut, you're, you're a child. Pro- oh no! What was that? Why would you throw that? Why would you not get out of the And cool MC thoughts on Chuba Hubbard and Dynasty. I'm really not a fan of Chuba Hubbard or drafting him in Dynasty unless it's like super late. Because I mean, they really don't like him to be like the main guy. Like that's for sure. Like I mean, we don't know any. I mean, we like the idea of the running back, though. Frank Wright, running backs, you know, are startable in fantasy, you know what I mean? But yeah, will it be, who is it going to be? Are they going to draft somebody? They're going to bring somebody in? You know what I mean? I don't know. Chuba Hubbard is like a throw-in at best. Yeah. In a package deal. Hey, how about a sweet deal and I throw in Chuba? <laughs> I mean, that's like, 
Otherwise, there's no real draw. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. All right. Derek said you people was good. Okay. I might have to check that out. Say so you just watched it over the weekend. Yeah, because it just came out, right? It's trending. That's why we watched it. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's funny because it's like, it's the little shit that's funny to me. Like he jumps in a car, like he's looking for his Uber. He ju- he just opens the back door of her car, jumps in, and she's like, ah. And he's like, oh, she, you know, she's like, get the fuck out of my car. And he's like, oh, you're my Uber driver. And you, know, you look exactly like her. And he's like, oh, what is that? What is that supposed to mean? Like, and then she, he shows a picture. And she's like, oh my God, it looks just like me. You know what I mean? Like, but it's, you know, because it's, because, you know, she's black. So it's like, you know what I mean? I had someone fucking do that in downtown San Diego. Like, when I used to have a black beamer, they just like jumped in the back and they're like, hey, you are Uber driver? I'm like, no, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> See, that's the thing, too, man. What's wrong with people? Lock your doors. <laughs> Why do you guys just have, I don't know. <laughs> like, well, this was uh, able to just open a door. Now all the, uh, I mean, now all the cars, like, they lock themselves, you know. After yeah, as soon as you go it. over, like, 10 miles an hour, it's going to lock. I mean, yeah, you know. th- this was a 2006, I think. I'm pretty sure, maybe. I think 2006 car. So, yeah, I just didn't have that. And I just didn't, I just always didn't uh, lock the door. <laughs> I just need the one the that locked themselves. You lived on the edge, my friend. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. not If only not locking my doors was the edgiest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker is not opening my door. <laughs> and Derek said it was funny to me, but two bogeys said the stereotype comedy is funny to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And especially for Eddie Murphy, because he do not like him, bro. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Is it another one of those like uh, remember like the well, Ashton I mean, Kutcher like the fuck yeah? Nah, nah, it's not. I mean, but of course, I mean it is because I'm gonna keep it real with you. Jonah Hill, all he ever does is remix things. You know what I mean? Yeah. All he ever does is take old shit that was successful and remix it, like The Sitter. You know what I mean? Or you know, Twenty One Jump Street, or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. This is just what he does, you know what I mean? I mean, shit, as long as you can make it entertaining for us. I mean, uh, this movie's a remix of, uh, of like you just said, like the one. Yeah. Was it Who's who? Coming to Dinner? Is that what the fuck or it was guess called? Guess Who? Oh, yeah, Guess Who. There you go. Yeah. So I think the original one is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner or some shit like that. See, I'm just saying, like, you know, where you're going to have the uncomfortable situations, like. Corny like white guy, black like, dad, like yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. I love that kind of comedy, though. Me too. Because sure. I would be more, you know, like because I, I probably hung out with I hung out with way more minorities when I was younger than just like I don't know uppity white people, I guess. Because like the white people I hung around were kind of ghetto. I mean, I mean, because like the white people that that I grew up with, like you know, what I'm saying you had like the one. I mean, I, he's still around us. A shout out to my man Nancy. But you know what's crazy? Nancy did 23, Nancy never knew his biological dad. He did 23 and me, found out like he was like mad, like, like Portuguese and shit like that. Okay. But it was like, oh, no wonder he used to never get red. You know what I mean? Cause he was a white boy. <laughs> he would get lightweight kind of tan. You know, he's not getting pink in the sun. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Like even my nephews that are half white, you know what I mean? They got that, they get super pink outside. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> they get sunburned, you know what I mean? They don't ever get sun tanned and shit. <laughs> you just can't take it, you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. And then like, you know, if we had this one greasy ass Italian cat, what was it, Matt Marassi? And uh, Matt Murray was calling him Italian cat Matt, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, you know, <laughs> he kicked it with all the minorities, but like, he was like, 
you know, he was kind of a uh, he was kind of a semi knock too, though. You know what I mean? Okay. Like he would always come through, just buying up all kind of shit, and he would just want to get loaded and chill. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, he was. Oh, and then he worked at In and Out Burger, so he used to always hook it up, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, he became like a man. Like this is like way later in life. Like he became like a six figure working at fucking In and Out for like 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? Damn. He took the long haul, right? Yeah. Yeah, because by the time we was like, I mean, even when we were like five, six years out of high school, he was already like a district manager or whatever it was. You know what I mean? I was like, damn. I mean, at that point, shit, now I think about it, he probably been working with In and Out for like eight, 10 years at that point. That's crazy. Yeah, he would come to the poker shack straight, like after work every night. He always worked like the, the closing shift. And, you know, we'd be playing all night. So he might show up at like one, two in the morning, smell like straight onions, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-oh, we got some news, and yeah, I guess Brian Flores is not going to Arizona. He is signed on and with the Vikings, and he is going to be their new D.C. for 2020. There you go. And that's why they win that. That's other reasons why they win that division again. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's mm-hmm. big time right there, because, I mean, if their defense was the weak spot of their team as a whole, he's definitely going to sew that up. I mean, you got to get some young guys there. Everybody in there is like they're in there like prime or past it, right? Yeah, or like twice. All of them. Got, Harrison Smith. I mean, Her- look at her. Yeah, Patrick Harrison Peterson. Smith, Patrick Peterson. Fuck. And then everybody on their line. Here. Everybody on their defensive line is old. I mean, I guess they do got Eric some young Kendrick, DBs. Like Thirty. Cameron Bynum and like and then what's his name? Danzler. Dan Danzler. Yeah. Yeah, then you got, I mean, how old is Hunter? Daniel Hunter's, he's up there, right? Like 28, 29? Yeah, I'm going to check. He's not up there. Yeah, then you got Tom. Yeah, he's turning 29 next year. Yeah. Yeah, Dalvin Tomlinson. He's up there. He's like, you know what, though? That's not bad. It's not horrible. Yeah, and Brian Flores, they make their hay on bringing in the right veterans. I mean, he's from New England. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and what was dope is that when he got to start building a defense in his likeness, that's when you end up with guys like Jerome Baker and Javon Holland and Jalen Phillips. And you know, that was when he was in Miami, right? Yeah. So maybe if that's the approach, you got to get young in that defense. For sure. You know I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, gonna, I wonder what they got to get someone. Is, but... They got to get someone to replace Harrison Smith. I mean, I know he's. I mean, shit. Especially he comes back again. He was still playing. He just turned 34. It's not I'm not, that and I'm not saying that's all the way out, but I mean, I mean, like, he's, he's taking a step back. Charles Woods, yeah, that is true. That is true. I mean, he used to be like, like Charles Woodson in that age, where it's like he's not a full complement of a snaps type of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that Actually, pretty much. Get, Charles Woodson didn't get like that until he was like 36, 37. Though. Right. He's just a different animal. I mean, yeah. it's crazy how, I mean, I guess they're not like super stacked, but Zendaria Smith, Jordan Hicks, and Eric Kendricks. I mean, those are, uh, and like, I guess Daniel Hunter, I mean, I guess because they played the, yeah. He's like the hybrid. That's at least that's how Sleeper has them, right? D-L-E. Well, I mean, and that's how they officially have them because they run four linebackers and three, three D line. Okay, so. So he's kind of like a D end, but I mean, they have him listed as a linebacker. And then, yeah, and then Dalvin Tomlinson. I mean, he's the end over there. I mean, Her- Harrison Phillips is someone over there. I mean, I don't even, you know. They, they definitely a, gotta... you, you'll see a wave of some 
guys from the Patriots, guys from the Dolphins, and even some guys from the Steelers last year that might make their way over there. Yeah, yeah. You know. That's going to be super interesting, though. I mean, we already like the IDP players over there. I mean, whether it's because, like, a lot of the scheme is bad and they just get hella tackles, but, I mean, now we might be seeing more sacks. We might be seeing more plays on the ball, things like that. And I'm curious what they're going to do with the safety position. I think that's their, like, their weakest spot if we're, you know, if we're just talking all phases. I mean, they got that deep. kid, right, who didn't – he got hurt? Sign? Sign, yeah. Sign, yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I think that was just a bad pick. I mean, he got hurt early. And then I guess the thing is he's playing free safety, not like strong safety. So that's what they need. I mean, I know they need free safety. They need help at both the positions, but it's really because Harrison Smith, I mean, it's just way longer in the two. Hey, hey, what up, Hess? Let's smoke it up, bro, before we get out of here. What up, Hess? Don't forget, everyone, Ricky Williams coming on the show tomorrow is going to be back here on FNT. We're starting at 1 p.m. like we always do, and Ricky should be here, you know, about 30 minutes or so into the show. Let's go. Okay, and Marty said it's pronounced seen. Okay, hopefully you can come back stronger. So, Lewis seen. He's someone that I did like. I mean, I, for IDP purposes, like he was a guy in the rookie drafts that I was trying to acquire. But people like, started drafting him, him way too early because I liked him. Him and Kyle Hamilton were like those two guys, right, this year in IDP. Ricky well, drafts. Brisker also. Oh, yeah. Forgot about Brisker. Brisker's the only one that really panned out immediately. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, he is the only one. Yeah. Yeah, Bears, they didn't, they did really good on their DBs that they drafted last year because they did. With Gordon. Yeah, Cord, yeah, I couldn't think of his name. Ky- Kyler, Kyler Gordon. Kyler Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Dope cornerback and a dope safety that you drafted who's got to start all year and who did solid enough as rookies. Yeah. Got the same scheme, defensive minded head coach. You know, that's probably why, you know, especially when you get rid of like something like Nagy. I mean, and like, I mean, I think that's why like Arizona even looks at Brian Flores because like he kind of, it's like the ex-girlfriend, right? Like, I don't want someone like my ex, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah so they try to switch gears and change the culture. I mean, you know, Vic Fangio, uh, Nathaniel Hackett, and now, you know, I guess Nathaniel Hackett doesn't count though, right? They're like, no. they're like, so you basically going from Fangio to offensive-minded guys, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's a normal, you know, it's normal. You know what I'm saying? And Hess, I don't know if we're going to have enough time to dive in deeper into the stars with Ricky because I know we're going to be talking Super Bowl stuff and then I think he's going to be shouting out a lot of the events, you know, and do, we're talk a little bit about that. I think he only has 30 minutes tomorrow. That's cool because it's like, if you like think, like think about like Radio Row and stuff, I mean, it is kind of cool because he's making his rounds right now and we're one of the stops. Yeah, yeah, super Right. Cool. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what eventually, you know, we'll be like that for a bunch of these, a uh, bunch of these superstars who want to come promote stuff like anything that they go, got going on. But yeah, I bet that it is going to be ridiculous out there for the Super Bowl. I just, I know it is. <laughs> yeah. And everybody be careful with all that fucking human trafficking, crazy shit that's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl apparently is like the hotbed for that like every single year. But yeah, if you're out in Arizona, they said one thing that I saw was that 
all these uh, like a lot of the human trafficking stuff happens like underground and like if you see like random like unmarked vans it could be like right above like potholes and if you see them those are one of the shady vans doing some shit. That's the thing, though, right? Too is like, man, you see, like, over a manhole. Like, where is the manhole in the middle of the street? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, more than. I guess, I mean. like, if you have a sophisticated human trafficking ring, I'm pretty sure you might just have them like off to the side where, like, you could park your car over. Like, it's nonchalant. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. No fucking idea. But I don't know. yeah, something's going on there, man. Crazy shit. And oh, and then so we got some Lego videos that are going to be coming also. And so I kind of figured out what I'm going to be doing with these videos because we'll be doing them live on the 420 Fantasy Hustler Network. And then I'll edit them up later and I'll throw them on the other channels. But we also want to do we got to get some more wrestling watch parties, you know, going as well. So we're always open for suggestions. And uh, yeah, maybe we should like poll some people and uh, see what they might want to do. Um, because I'm down to go back and watch like. Maybe yeah, say, it's gotta be like classic shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean, like that new shit is whack. People yeah. want to hear. They want to fuck with the old shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's cool if we do like a WrestleMania watch party or whatever. But I'm not really trying to do like every single. You know, they, they got to change some stuff around if we're gonna be doing that. But you know, even taking it back, I was even thinking about like that night that that Mick Foley like won the championship. Like, that shit would be, like, you know, not watch the whole Raw, but just go watch that match, because I'm pretty sure that was, like, a 15- or 20-minute segment, you know, anyways, and then talk about it, break it down. Just these epic moments in WWF history. I can't believe they gave it to him on that Monday. Uh, that was fucking dope, man. Don't fucking talk about the mixer like that. No, I wasn't <laughs> opposed to him winning. I'm just saying, like, they couldn't give him, like, his own story that, because he lost it before pay-per-view, right? Or the next pay-per-view? No. Did he? Oh, well, that was it was the I Quit match, remember? And, yeah, when uh, they had the pre-recorded. Yeah. Yeah, it was pre-recorded of him from one of his promos where he's like, you'll be saying I quit. Yeah. I quit. He just kept fucking replaying it. Yeah, see, it's whack. Yeah. Like, I always got to do them. You know well, what it is, too, is like, they're more like. Well, because there was no way in hell that Mick Foley could beat The Rock, right? I think that that's yeah. what he was portraying. Yeah. But they ended up having a Kazen. It went from that to remember they did like, I can't remember what it was called, but like halftime heat or some shit like that, where it was just the rock and mankind wrestling during halftime of the Super Bowl. And it was like in an empty arena. Yeah, I don't even remember that. That's dope. Yeah, because I remember like, <laughs> like we were at one of our family's houses or family friends' houses. And when that shit went on halftime, I made them turn it on that. I was like, nah. Fuck that music! Fuck the music! Like you're getting over to this rocking mankind because it was like a pay per view match, like during halftime of the Super Bowl. I mean, they had thirty minutes, right? Yeah, and they went everywhere, like in the arena too. You know, empty arena match. Nobody's even in the arena. Guys, What's up, Trey? And Marco said, "Raw and SmackDown watch parties." I guess they have to be old ones because I mean. <coughs> The current ones are, I mean, I don't know. It's just whatever. It's boring to me. The new ones. And Crispy said, is it the same as the old guy sitting outside the elementary school in the white van and the sign saying free candy? <laughs> I'm sure very similar. Very similar. And Dennis said, how many entries do I get? Do I get it? I can name every name that Mick Foley wrestled under. 
I mean, that's easy, man. We'll give you five, but it can't just be the three. Like, you got to go, like, extra deep because everyone knows the three. Yeah, bro. Let's see if he knows the original OG one. Yeah, because there's some that I don't even know. But, yeah, you got to go. You got to go all the way back for the mixtures. Yeah, see, Mike said it too. I'm down for the old one, but the new shit is whack. Exactly, exactly. Oh, and Hess, he said he's going to Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn, February 13th. Yeah, definitely going to a show is going to be super fucking different. Uh, see, going to this shit is always dope no matter what era. Yeah, definitely. Like, I just couldn't, like, I don't know, like, you, that's what's such, I don't even see myself ever order a pay-per-view ever again. I mean, I guess I don't have to. Yeah, the new stuff, it just, it just gets, it, it gets old. It's boring. They, I don't know. Like, it's just the storylines and all that not really happening too much. Niner said the I quit matches. Mankind never said I quit, but played the recording. Yep. I quit. I quit. <laughs> the boiler room brawls. Yeah, him versus The Rock. Yeah, and it was really like, it was really while Stone Cold was like winning the Rumble and doing the shit with Vince McMahon and all that. Like, that was kind of like the middle of everything was going that he was like the what the stepping stone to stone cold or whatever pretty much and dennis said dude love cactus jack mankind and mick foley yes i mean i know there was other guys like earlier than that what was his name in japan come on yeah i don't know that's why i'm curious i know was he cactus jack out there too he might have been up he could have been. Let's see. Yeah, maybe it was just Cactus Jack. I swore he had other names. I swore he wrestled under other names before getting the Cactus Jack name, though. Because Dude Love was like, when he was in high school, like, that was his character, right? Uh-huh. Like, backyard wrestling. Like, this, you know, that's when he, you know what I mean? Because it was like, he could never talk to the girls. Yeah. So, like, he becomes this dude love character who can get all the girls in his mind. <laughs> if there's one cat. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one cat. Because he was like, all right, just, hey, be cool. But the glasses <laughs> on, stop talking like this, Jack. <laughs> hey, yo, yeah. It's like a reverse Steve Urkel thing, right? Like, so funny. And then the little dance that he'd be doing, you know, the knees and the yeah. crossing of the hands over the knees and shit. Yeah, the, uh, I don't even know the, what the, the hell that shit's called. It's called the, the Billy White Shoes Johnson. There you go. Okay. Is that what it is? It was a football player. There's a football player named Billy White Shoes. That was his dance when he scored a touchdown. He was the one who started the dancing in the end zone shit, right? Yeah, but I think they called I, I might just I might be fucking the name up, but no, I'm pretty sure it's that because uh, even on Peyton Manning's Peyton places, he interviewed him. Yeah. And he would do that dumbass thing with the knees. <laughs> it makes so many motherfuckers mad. They already didn't like that he would wear white shoes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. They just didn't like that. Like, I don't like that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I made him motherfuckers mad, wear oh, black he's pretty. Shoes like everybody else, yeah, motherfucker. Pretty boy, we're to kill him. <laughs> and then he'll, then he'll be gone. Phew. He's to the house. He start doing that dumbass dancing. Yeah, <laughs> And Mike Joseph said, from the acting to the stories to the outfits, just everything, nothing like the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, and actually, it would be pretty cool to actually go back and watch, like, 
you know, a couple classic episodes of Raw because it wasn't just one dope match. I mean, you know, there's a bunch of like, you know, dope matches, but yeah, just to, yeah, and I even got it. We got the Raw intro too. I'm going to be adding that. So anytime we're doing a wrestling show, that, that's the I intro to the show, the Raw intro. I went out, what was it, in 2009, 10-ish. Yeah, 2010. I remember I got my daughter an iPad. She was three years old at the time. Because that's what you do. That was the future of babysitting. <laughs> but I, I, that was when everything was on YouTube still. Like yeah. all the wrestling shit. I mean, they were already corporate, but Vince McMahon didn't. It was before the network. Everything. Before, before the, network, the network, yes. So like, you know, you could find anything. And I was going, I went all the way. See, God bless people, man. Because there was some crazy asshole that put on <laughs> in succession, in order, all the Monday nights and all the fucking Smackdowns. You know what I mean? Crazy. Because now you could go tonight. Now you just go to fucking no. go to WWE Network. No, Peacock doesn't have all the. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta go to the network. Okay. Yeah. Or well, I mean, yeah, I am. My bad. Yes, Peacock. I don't know why I was. Yeah, and then you, you go to the dates. Look, Hulu. Look like Hulu dates, has right? the. I don't know why I thought you said Hulu. Hulu has the live Raw, like the newest season of Raw, and they always have like the brand newest episodes, like a day or okay. two or whatever after. Yeah. So like, what was I talking about? Raw. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I went back, but like, cause I wanted, like, I this was after like Christmas. Christmas Wall just had, you know, had that tragic fucking episode. Right. So like, I was just going down the rabbit hole, cause you know they were when he died, when he did what he did, he, you know, he was going through major programs like back right. to back. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't go through. I didn't. You know, I, I forgot about the Guerrero. They gave Guerrero push. Yeah. You know what I mean? That whole, I want, you know, when Stone. It took, a little, it took a little bit, but yeah. And it was like those guys who were like the first ones to kind of. Because I was already. Transition. And it's like, I don't remember. I didn't remember the Kurt, the Kurt Angle, Benoit, Stone Cold triple threat. You remember that? It's fucking epic, bro. Yeah. When the hell was that? It was just like mad. It was a triple. I don't, I forget what made what, but. Cause not only with the, all the Monday Night Raws and whatnot, but then I was, you know, I went back and watched all the pay-per-views. But you know, it was just oh, it was on Raw like two weeks in a row, right, or some shit like that. So it was on Raw, and like you know, yeah. there's mad German suplexes, and you know, Stone Cold's the one taking the mat like the eight in a row from. Oh wait, it's Stone Cold and The Rock versus Kurt and Chris Benoit. That's what it was. No, but there was a triple threat though too, where it was like an angle. It might not have been on Raw then, but it was Angle, Angle, Benoit, and Stone Cold. Hmm. And then this was like during like the Benoit push. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then there was like, what was it during the, ben you know, the whole like the bro kick era. Right. What's his name? The Celtic Warrior. Uh-huh. You know, he had a whole little run. Yeah. And then, you know, I would always, I would always fast forward through all the goddamn What's his name though? The youth suck or the, the John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> and Tina said, "Y'all say the Stone Cold what? 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 <laughs> see, I want to get like, man. See, I really wish I had someone who would who could help us with uh, with some of these drops. Could you imagine if I had like just like thirty different versions of the what? <laughs> yeah, or even just like a clear audience what? You know what I mean? Like with Stone Cold saying it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but see, that's easy, bro. I mean, shit, you just got to catch me when I'm in a lab. <laughs> all you need to do is layer that thing up. You know? It's a lot. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. You got to well, that's, that's yeah, a- Chop them, you know? <laughs> Yep. Hey, Hess, I hope you guys do get to meet some people backstage and get some autographs and some pics. Because you already know, that's like the biggest, one of the biggest things with the WWE is, uh, you know, the fan interaction, you know, that they have. Because there's always people who are going to be, always people who are going to be doing stuff uh, backstage before shows. Yes. <laughs> Marco said, good God almighty, I swear he's broken in half. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it killed him! It killed him! <laughs> oh man! <laughs> hey, uh, Jr. is the best, bro. <laughs> yeah, Jr. And I mean, it's crazy that like they didn't know anything. I mean, I guess that's like better too because they really want to react to whatever it actually is. See, but I mean, Jr. was one of the. I mean, he wrote a lot of stories too, didn't he? Or maybe not wrote them, but. No, he was bringing the talent in, not oh, writing story. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he was, they used to bounce finishes off of him, though. I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but not, you know, maybe not necessarily finishes for the matches, per se, but, like, as far as story arcs go. Because their finisher, Master, was the guy who was, unfortunately, touching all those boys. Fucking Pat Patterson. Yeah. And Dennis said, okay, Randy Mooning Green Bay fans is the best. That is one of the best ever. That is for sure. <laughs> they, were they were hot. They were hot. They were so pissed about that. Well, because like you know, he, has, he said, I'll try to get Rick and Charlotte Flair on. Yeah, that'd be dope, dude. That'd be dope. Because even Charlotte, like, I mean, I watched enough of the new stuff to see all her and how she changed, like, women's wwf or women's wwe wrestling yeah she kind of came in as like kind of a, she kind of has like a rock story where you come in and you kind of don't know what your character is gonna be and you know what i mean no not really because of nxt oh, i mean she didn't want to care okay never mind i'm mistaken because there didn't he have another daughter that wrestled too I mean, could have been his cousin who we were talking about, Nia Jax. Like, she came out, like, like eight oh, years ago. Oh, no, he whatever. had a son. That's what it was. He had a son, too, right? Oh, yeah. Well, the one who passed away, right? Are you talking uh, about Ric Flair? Yeah. Okay, I thought he had two daughters in red. No, just yeah. one. The son, I mean, that that's what is kind of cool about Charlotte, because she said that her brother was, like, way better of a wrestler than she, like, ever would be. So, like, every time, like, everything's, like, a tribute to him now. But yeah, like I mean, Charlotte, she she changed everything. Like because of NXT, she was uh, she. I mean, she put herself on the map in NXT, and then by the time she got pulled up to the main roster, I mean, she was just killing it. And Marco said, "What do you think of AEW? I feel like it kind of lost some steam. Like I haven't watched it in a while, but you know, guys like Cody Rhodes. I mean, he was you know definitely one of the bigger parts. But I don't know. Some of it's too gimmicky." For me, a lot of high spots, and I guess I don't watch it enough to understand all the storylines, you know, either. And Dennis said, who was in the original Four Horsemen? Wasn't that like Ric Flair? Arn Anderson. It was like, was it, it was Arn Anderson, Ric Flair. I can't remember the other two, man. Ole Anderson? Is that his fucking name? Okay, not Arn. So it was no, a brother. Both. No, both. Okay. 
And then was Tully, it Dusty? Tully no. Blanchard, no. And then Tully Blanchard. Yeah, because they were revised in the '90s with Dean Malenko, Chris Benoit, Arn Anderson, and Ric Flair. You know what I mean? Right. That yeah. was the one I grew up with. Right. In the 90s, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. <sighs> and Tina said the move with the WWW is to show up early some wrestlers wait at the ring and sign in the morning okay because it's an all-day event okay oh nice i like it i like it and marco said a uh, rick flair on anderson yeah there we go ole anderson tully blanchard yep those are the original blanchard, there you go because he did commentary for hella long for wcw at, after like his days in the ring you know what i mean yeah and Derek said, hire me, bro. I'll be your drop guy. So we want to bring on someone as an intern, you know, to start. But, you know, everyone who kind of gets in on the ground floor, I mean, me and Bogey were even talking about this. Like, you know, probably not this year, you know, but I'm assuming like next year, if everything goes according to plan, we're there. there's going to be, you know, money to divvy up, paid jobs to go around. And the people who are helping out, you know, now definitely going to be the first ones in line. Tina said, even if you don't have tickets, oh, down by the ring. Okay. <laughs> that is cool. That is cool. Yeah. Nice. And Hess said, his son's super excited. 10. He's going to love it. Hell yeah, man. 10 year old, 10 years old to be able to go and watch, uh, you know, episode of Raw live. Yeah. It's going to be dope. This kid uh, makes me tired. <laughs> no. Dang it. Sorry, Dennis. <laughs> Man, it's I don't know I don't know what the hell it is. I keep seeing the same. I keep seeing the different names on here. The what's that? What's that shit called when you're when your eyes move shit shit around? Yeah, well, I've been working with you long enough. Like you do. That's why I swear. Like earlier, you're like Anthony Lynn. I was like, I started out here. Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, Brian Flores. <laughs> Did I say it? I was reading I it. Know, I mean, I was, even if that was not what I was actually reading, but I mean, I guess I could have said no, it. No, even if you didn't do it that time, you know what I mean. <laughs> You've done a lot. I mean, it's been- no, and really, what it is, it's the it's the Johnson. I mean, that that's why I keep mixing up Dennison. I don't know why the Johnson and Lincoln are like I don't know, looking the same to me for whatever reason. I remember. Two oh, you ago. know what it is? Okay, here's what it is. I, I just remembered this because I saw this shit to where like your brain, if it's the first letter, like the first letter and the last letter, everything could be in the middle. You know, could be all kind of jumbled up. But I, I don't know. Remember so when like- Derek Henry went down? 2021 season derrick henry goes down everybody's like oh they're going crazy over adrian peterson i pick up jeremy mcnichols right and then i remember somewhere in the course of the week i went to go make a claim for somebody that somebody else had dropped during the waiver cycle uh-huh. and i had jd i mean i had a what's his name J, is it jd mckissick yeah jd mckissick uh-huh I had jeremy mcnichols so Jay McNichols and Jay McKissick, and I dropped the I dropped McNichols on accident. I was like, oh, but you know, it was because my brain looked at it like it was, I don't know. No. It's super weird how our brain processes the information. <coughs> yeah, because it's totally different, totally different profile pictures <coughs> and all that as well. But I bet it's the D in the beginning and the N I mean, at the wait. end. See, and my brain's one, doing all the mixing up in the middle. The moment I started having more than one kid, I'm fucking all their names up. 
Like, I'm, you know, we only got one boy in the house, but I'm all call everybody Trey. <laughs> I got to go through all the, and I used to make fun of my dad because, like, my dad would be like calling me, and I'm the only boy in the house. He'd call me by one of my sister's names. Like, yeah. yeah. Uh, he'd go through every. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, it's just. Man, I, I don't know. If, I think it's, I don't know if it's a Filipino thing or if it's a parent thing. You just start yelling every single kid before you get to the kid's name that you're actually trying to get a hold of. It's got to be just an elder thing, right? Because I remember like always getting called like one of my older cousins' names or something, you know, <laughs> by, the, by the old people, and then that ah, oh, I mean, <laughs> catching them after. There's this cat. He's married in. I'm not gonna say his name, but no one likes him <laughs> in my girl's family, right? Mm-hmm. But he's, he's married to one of the cousins. And the aunties, they will always call him her ex-boyfriend's name. <laughs> and like, it's not That's fucked up. <laughs> it's really fucked up. It's just a fucked up accident. It yeah, it's a fucked up accident. <laughs> yeah, but they religiously do it. It'd be like Christmas. Oh, hey! <laughs> hey! That's why it's just better. Hey, man! It's just better, right? <laughs> yeah. For the longest time, you know, just being the original 420 crew, I just wouldn't call people by their names. You know, sometimes I had to like, like see people a couple times or whatever. Just like, I remember faces like a motherfucker, but names sometimes get mixed up. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we're from. We just, man, everybody got, goes by code name or you just call them blood. If you ain't never, yeah, what up, blood? Yeah. Yeah. What up, dog? <laughs> you know, it's when you start getting into the, where you really mean business, you're like, look, bro. <laughs> you're like, oh, we're about to dance right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I have to, I'm pretty yeah, sure our brain tries to guess a lot of the time, like fills in the blanks type of thing. I know there is because I remember doing this. Like I said, it was this one, I forget what the hell it was, exercise, we'll just call it, where like it's literally all these words. Every letter in the middle of the word is jumbled, but the two letters on the ends are the same. The first letter and the you last know, letter and your brain you know, like fill it all the way in. It's always natural for our mind to try to find patterns in things. Right. So that like faces, for example, a face is a pattern. You got a nose, right? Like, okay, describe a face. Remember like in Dave Chappelle? I bet you I can describe Michael Jackson's penis. Let's say there's balls. <laughs> there's a shaft. <laughs> right? there. <laughs> <laughs> but like you know, like a face, there's a pattern, right? Like, oh, he's, he's trying to make a dive for his But like, you know, faces are patterns. So naturally, because we try to find patterns in everything, we see things like faces everywhere, like people that see faces in clouds, right? Oh yeah, your brain just interprets it, right? Like, what are those? Yeah. The Warshack testing or whatever those shits are called. Crumple up a paper bag. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. What about the potato chip things? Wasn't there people who were selling like potato chips because they look like because <laughs> they look like celebrities or some shit like that? <laughs> See, that's the thing though. It's like that's different. You know why? Because you could find a potato chip and then put it next to a picture and be like, doesn't that look like them? <laughs> Versus. Versus, like, I saw a cloud and I saw a face in it. Like, right. maybe if I saw Bart Simpson's face, I'd be like, look exactly like Bart Simpson. That's different. 
Yeah. But it's just that, like, people, they feel there's something bigger than it, though. You know what I mean? Right. I saw a cloud in the face. I saw, you know, I was, I was in the grocery store and a fucking bushel of fucking broccoli. I saw a face. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's some, it's human nature to find patterns in things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh oh. Crispy sent me the first what that we can start using. Hold on. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that'd be dope. <laughs> a bunch of different ones. <laughs> Alan says kid gets upset when you say Michael Jackson's name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, not my kids. I'm not one of those parents. <laughs> Tina Charles. Okay, okay even... look, Mike, here's the grand rules. <laughs> oh, bogey in the matrix right before the ground rules. <laughs> And Tino said, I don't think anybody even knows my real name. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. I believe it. That is funny. See, right before you're about to go into the rules, it was like, all right, here's the ground rules. Matrix. <laughs> right? They were like, <laughs> they, didn't want, they didn't want me to reveal, to reveal the dark truth about, about the king of pop. <laughs> Now it's funny though, because like, okay, so Arian Foster, right? He used to have a podcast like by himself, where like he he would do. I forget what the fuck it was called, but he would do interviews, and there was some where he did solo, and uh, there was one where he wanted to go down like through everything that he could find on the Michael Jackson, you know, all the cases and everything. And this Uncle Bruce Bruce, huh? This Uncle Bruce Bruce, Arians. Yeah, oh, no, Arian Foster, Arian Foster. Oh, because you said, see, you did it again. You said Bruce Arian. Did I? Yeah. Okay, Arian Foster. <laughs> Arian Foster. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is awesome. Bruce Arians had a podcast. Damn, I'm off right now. I'm smoking way too much weed. Because uh, <laughs> even in my head, I said I thought I just said Arian, but uh, yeah. So Arian Foster had a po- had a solo podcast before he started doing all these other ones. And he, we went down the rabbit hole of Michael Jackson and all the court cases, literally everything that he could find. And he wanted to be able to find shit that made him be the rapist that he like, you know, turned out to be in pop culture and he couldn't. And he went, it was like a two hour like podcast to a breaking down, like all this different information from like all the different cases. Yeah, he'd be trying to get clickbaity from the month for a while now. Well, he wasn't, I mean, he wasn't, he never did anything on social media though, like for his podcast. Oh, wow. Like, I, oh. I don't know, like, never. Oh, it's funny too, because I never had any problem. And Devo any said, okay. And <laughs> Devo said he did say Foster. <laughs> okay. Why well, we had to figure out one of us was crazy. We just had to figure out which one. One of us smoked. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we're in a paradox, man. That's why I was like, Uncle Bruce. <laughs> I was like, wow, look at Uncle Bruce Bruce trying to figure out this Michael Jackson thing. What up, Antonio? Yeah, still live. When? I guess I got to double check with Spencer that he's still going on for, for the Guru Nation Power Hour. Shit, I might jump on the power hour too now that she's taking a nap. Yeah. See, that's why go. we kept doing the show until she went to sleep, goddammit. <laughs> and Devo said in New Mexico, a lady got out of her car and the Virgin Mary was the imprint on her seat. He said that was, oh man, that was a news story. See, huh? he, said the, on, he said it was on like, the news. <laughs> here's the thing. When you're in Mexico though, bruh, it New ain't Mexico. just 
New Mexico. Yeah, when you're in Mexico, bro, like it's so like it's like it's there is no such thing as atheist, bro. You know what I mean? Like spirit, faith, and like spirituality and stuff like that is it is like insane over there. Like, and it ain't like death is actually one of the ones that's more heralded. I forget what they call her. You know what I'm saying? But they have statues of like the Grim Reapers type looking figures and you know what I mean? It's not nothing like no devil shit or nothing like that. Guadalajara, I can't know who you, who you Yeah, talking. it's just the respect for for death and the and you know the mistress death and like they just it's the what do they call it? Santeria? And there's just hella different, you know, it's just different ideologies. It's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I really like, I, I like the, uh, it's funny, because I wouldn't really even know about Day of the Dead if it wasn't for, like, movies that yeah. talk about it. Because, like, oh, none no, of my, yeah. yeah, none of my Mexican family, like, celebrates the Day of the Dead or anything, but I mean, that's, like, a really cool tradition to, like, honor, you know, all your family members who came before you. Bro, they party in the cemetery, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's the, okay. I mean, that's just wild. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. I don't give yeah. a fuck if it's a party, man. Nah, see, I think I'd be more like Coco. But where see, I wouldn't... I'm scared because I grew up in American culture. And like the Philippines, too, they don't play around with the ghost stories. And shit Alan said uh, Santa Muerte. Santa Muerte, that's what it is, where there's like several different gods. Like, like for example, if we we're about to go on like, like and, and, and every everybody does this in the culture. Like, like uh, there's this one dude, he, he works for the, the Border Patrol. And they're about to go, you know, but they're about to go to war with the cartel. So they got to go, you know, leave a stone in front of this statue of death. You know what I mean? Like guide us on this fucking journey. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have, you know what I mean? It's just different traditions and shit. When like, you know, your traditional white Christian America will look at all this as like a blasphemy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. Bogart take on religion is like, you know, religion is just a different way of love them getting the money out of you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? A reli- religion by Bogart's definition is a set of rules how to have faith or how to worship your God or praise your God. It's a set of rules. Spirituality by Bogart's definition is your direct connection with a hierarchy, however that may be, by your standards. Because there is no standards. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, there shouldn't be at least. I thought I was really profound after a DMT trip. That I figured that out one day. I was like, whoa, religion is rules, bro. <laughs> it's fucking rules, bro. Who writes the rules? <laughs> I was like, they're the ones giving, for giving them the money. <laughs> yeah, one, one movie that kind of at least has religion tied in that I wouldn't mind doing on the silver screen breakdown Dogma. is Dogma. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were going there because you love that cast. I love that movie. I love those guys too. Yeah. You guys are awesome. And just They're, real those are like what 90s is all about, that crew right there. Yeah, and look, I mean, I'm so much about it. I have the Buddy Christ right on my desk. Nice. <laughs> He's just... <laughs> no, the Super Bowl is this Sunday. Huh? Hey, hey, Nelly Nell, what up? Whatever the guru said, well said, bogey power hour is about to be lit. All right. Yeah. Why jinxed it? I was like, she's asleep because now she just took off. (laughs) Oh, she was sleeping and now she woke up, huh? Yeah, she had like a little five minute nap on my show. I should have put her down, but I didn't want to over I didn't want to undershoot it, you know what I mean? (laughs) Arms weren't like the arms weren't necessarily just hanging yet. Oh man. 
All right. Well, you know what? Why don't we... Uh, oh, there on. we go. Stranger said Dogma is an all-time great. Hell yeah. And Nelly Nell said Dogma was good. Yeah, good with a couple extra O's in there. Yeah, Dogma's a classic. Yeah. Especially, like, you know, to come up in the 90s as a young filmmaker. You know what I mean? And have to build his own universe. Yeah. Because those characters went on to do other movies that he produced that Kevin James or Kevin, Kevin Smith. Smith Kevin Smith wrote and directed. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. And yeah, that was the first one that I saw out of all Kevin I think Smith. was that the first one that of the universe of the his little mini universe? No, Clerks was the first. Okay. And then, Clerks. And, and then Mall Rats. Then Dogma. Then Revenge. No, then Chasing Amy. Then Dogma. Wow. And then, okay, so I didn't know that was with them same dudes. Well, so, I mean, it's all, I mean, those are just Kevin Smith's movies, but he ties in Jay and Silent Bob in, like, in all of them. Oh. They're, they're only in Chasing Amy for, like, one scene. And that's it. Well, it's the same universe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And because, yeah, I mean, so the who the hell was it? Holden McNeil or whatever the fuck, the Ben Affleck, like not the dogma, you know, Ben Affleck. So the one from Chasing Amy, though, he's in what's it called? Jan Silent Bob. Okay, Ben Affleck, that character, Ben Affleck. Yeah, remember when they go to like his room in the basement or some shit and they're like at the yeah. beginning of Jan Silent Bob? Yeah, so it's that character from Chasing Amy. Fucking Boston guys. <laughs> Kevin Smith from Boston? Is he one of those Boston guys too? No, he's from Jersey. Okay. Yeah. So Jim, yeah, him, Bob. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're always talking about Jersey. Jersey represent. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And Nelly now said Chasing Amy was first, I thought. Well, it was before Dogma. Yeah, so it was Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, and then Jay and Silent Bob. And I mean, the, I mean, the first five were the best, you know, and then it starts getting into Clerks too. And I mean, you even, I, well, I guess you can't put Zach and Mary make a porno in that universe. Cause there's like, I don't think there's any, even though it's similar, it's the same actors. It's not no characters from any of that universe. <clears throat> Marco said Jay and Silent Bob, AKA Blunt Man and Chronic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Classic. Yeah, you got to figure it out joint too, right? Yeah. Oh, you got the other one. No, I have the, I have those action figures, and I mean, it's yeah. tough because it's like it's all the way like up there the in yeah. the corner. But uh, those would be cool to like get extras of and like <laughs> do as like raffles on a show or like you know something like that. Because those wanna, are just uh, fucking cool. See, I can't wait till I get a man cave, bro, because it's gonna be like a little mini bogey museum. Yeah. Shit that I think is cool to look at. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I know. I don't know where to begin. Kind of want like a big, giant, life-size Darth Vader. That'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. And Tino said basketball is fire. Yeah, that. Yeah, kind of pissed at uh, you know what's his name at Trey Parker. He's because he's a little bitch in real life. But man, basketball is such a good fucking movie. Kevin Smith had something to do with that movie too. No. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say uh, word. No. Yeah, basketball was cool. I wonder if it aged well. I haven't gone back and watched it since like the eighth grade. I mean, it's funny. It was that funny to me that I remember a lot of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, you. How many times have you referenced like the? You're just two men with humongous egos. <laughs> and it's also because I just fucking loved Jasmine Bleeth in the '90s. Like, yeah, where everyone wanted to, everybody was all gaga over Pam Anderson. I was like, give me the brunette. <laughs> you know what I mean? She just didn't look fake. Yeah, real classic stuff. But yeah, I mean, what's his name? Squeak, little bitch, Scalari, and they just talked mad shit to him. <laughs> Did you ever hear about Joey Diaz? His experience on that one while you're shooting that movie? No, what was it? So he'd be like, "Look, dog, back then, yo, your uncle Joey, he was still into some shit, dog. Like, cause you know, Uncle Joey was still doing hella chow mein." Yeah. For those that don't know, Chow Mean means is doing coke. He was on that Chow Mizzle. And he was the referee in, in one of the games. Yeah. And the shot, so he was on set for about a month, maybe six weeks, six to eight weeks, he said. And just for the little scenes that they, they, they shot. And he didn't even know if they were going to use his shots or not because he didn't know how to skate, but he said he did. He didn't mm-hmm. know, how to, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just bullshitted, got on the fucking, got in, you know, in the movie. And he said, every day. <laughs> Dang it. What did he say every day? Come on. Making plays every day. I want to hear. <laughs> I want to hear what he said. Yeah, because he was. Uh, yeah, Joey was. Oh, man. He was. Uh, what's it called? He was one of the one of the referees and all the referees were on like were on like rollerblades is what it was. And they were like, what's wrong with Coop? He, I don't know. He's over. He's like, oh, for five. And he smells like Christian Slater. <coughs> and uh, this just in sports show, there went Bogard. <laughs> oh man. There we go. My bad. I had a phone call. All right. I'll finish the story real quick. He would go in there every day, you know what I mean? And, you know, he said when you're shooting a movie, you know, you wait around till they call yep. you. And, like, you know, you could, like, rehearse your lines or whatever, you know, you bullshit, which is what they were doing. Yeah. He would uh, take the ice, the roller skates, and, you know, it'd be, like, size 13 or whatever, you know, something ridiculous because he's a big dude. And then, uh, then he would take it across the street. It was, like, one of those, you know, like, those sporting goods stores. And he would sell it to them, bruh. So he was like, every day, dog, I'm getting $120. He's like, and I take 60, I go buy me a couple grams. And he's like, you know what I mean? He's like, I did this every day, dog. Until one day they're like, oh, we got no more size 13 roller skates anymore. Like, give me a 12, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just every day selling them brand new skates. You know what I mean? Crazy. (laughs) Hell yeah. That shit's funny. Fucking wild. <laughs> Fucking wild. Yeah, hey, Joey Diaz, he's the man. Food, yeah, remember, what was his longest yard? <laughs> he's yeah. all dying on the ground. Can of corn. Can't just give me a can of corn. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dr. He said there was a whole scene with him and Burt Reynolds on that shit. We're like, really? Burt Re- yeah, we're like, Burt Reynolds was grab. They never used this in the movie, but okay. grab. And he told him, he said, hey, kid, what are you comfortable with? You know what I mean? He said, this is fucking Burt Reynolds, dog. You know, he asked you what you're comfortable with. He said, whatever. <laughs> and he said, I'm really going to lay it on you. I'm really going to lay into it. You know what I mean? Mm. But he didn't know he was going to grab him by the face mask and essentially just ragdoll him. You know what I mean? Fuck. <laughs> he just ragdoll. And he's thinking like, okay, he's going to ragdoll me. 
till this helmet comes off my head, but he's like, my head's so goddamn big, dog. <laughs> it's not coming out. <laughs> yeah, and he's just joking him. You know what I mean? Damn. Just joking him up, and then they never used it. That. <laughs> yeah, but he said after that, Bert was hella cool with him. Yeah. Before that, Bert would. Now he's a man's man, right? <laughs> yeah, he would Hollywood him. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> so like, and it was to the point that like he had a bet going. Where's the pool? Because you know he's always hustling, bro. And he was still doing coke during this time too. So like he's trying to do anything for money, bro. That's just how it was. Joey did all Joey D's stories, bro. But he's like, so he had a pool that, and a hell of people was betting against him that he won't pull off this Burt Reynolds toupee. You know what okay. I mean? <laughs> because he had a toupee in the movie, but he also would show up to the set wearing one. You know what I mean? Like a different one? Yeah, like his everyday one. Right. You know, because he was bald. You know what I mean? Right. But, you know, he was very insecure about it or some shit. That they, at least that's what they said about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he'd be like, oh, he's all, I'll bet y'all, I'll bet y'all snatch his toupee off. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you won't. <laughs> and he said he ends up losing all the money because he got so fucking cool with him. And then he's like, he was like, you know, after he's like, after, you know, that scene, he's like, we were really cool. He, you know, he would, I would, I would go to his trailer. He would tell me stories. He's like, you know, I couldn't just like now all of a sudden just, Gotcha, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> had to get really close to you, you know what I mean? And I knew I'd get you, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I bet a guy like like Burt Reynolds <coughs> would just be cool as hell to be friends with, right? All types of stories of early Hollywood. I mean, he was, I mean, shit, bro. Like, he was the what they when the original was that movie called. The original one. Longest Yard. It was called Longest Yard? Okay. Yeah, so when the original one came out, he was the sex symbol. You know what I mean? For sure. I mean, like, yeah. He was the fucking... He was the Adam Sandler of his... He was the Adam Sandler of his time, right? Like, well, come I mean, on, I mean... Well, I beyond I, that. Maybe not... I, I, that was kind of the run-on joke, too, in Chuck and Larry. Or, like, that, that Adam Sandler, his character in there was, like, a sex symbol. Yeah. Remember, he had, like, calendars and shit. Like, play with right. Playgirl. Right. And it would just be him superimposed on some buff ass. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like a good job of it. Oh, that's just funny. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Yeah, let's get up out of here. So Guru Nation Power Hour starting in about 15, 20 minutes. So make sure you guys are back for that. Peace out, everybody. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. There's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name. 